Okay, we're live. We are live? We are live. Nice. Uh, gonna mess around with the levels real quick, but we should be good. Nice. It's an actual podcast. Yes, sir. Yeah. I've been wanting to do this for like years and years, ever since the idea came. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know what to talk about. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe something music related. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the Email and Chefy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Money Freeze, you know what I mean? There you go. This is, we don't have the name of the podcast yet, so. No. This is like episode zero, technically. Yeah. Make it a bit uh, authentic. So all our friends will be like, oh, they're doing it. It's real. Yeah, it's real now. No faking. Yeah, so I guess the whole point of this shit is to talk, right? It's a podcast. <laughs> we good, we good? Okay. Yeah. Topic of discussion, underground hip-hop. It is underground hip-hop. Yeah. But probably first we should like, I guess, talk about what we do and just like, what's, you know, what's, what's go with us, you know? An introduction. Yeah. Why are we, why you should listen to us, I guess. Me and E-Man are probably the two biggest hip-hop nerds I can think of. Um, mm-hmm. We're both... I just graduated, but we're both in school for music. Yeah. Um, and we both produce our own music, which is, I'd say, largely hip-hop music. Yeah, it's very hip-hop influence, I would say. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'd say the... The hip hop education definitely is exists outside the school. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Should they listen to us? I mean, they have to listen to the episode to find out. So. <laughs> Everybody well, has their opinions. Yeah, this is uh, our first episode, so we'll just take it from whatever it comes. But yeah, we normally do like you know, underground, or our music is very like I would say it's different. Like, each of our own styles are different. Like, I do more, like, chill and very vibey, like, something about, like, uh, a little trip-hop, like, lo-fi stuff. And then, pretty much, I incorporate, like, different drums, like Jay Dilla, like, different sampling. I do that sometimes, and it's just, you know, I go with the flow. Yeah. What about your style? Um, Yeah, I I was going to say, you're right, it's definitely... Trying to get this right, I keep bleeding into your mic. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely very different. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of all over the place these days with it. I'm trying to get more like melodic. I think. Um, In terms of your vocals. Yes. Okay. Um, production wise, a little bit of everything. It used to be really like 
I guess, uppy and more, like, aggressive, like, coming at you. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, now it's a lot less, <clears throat> like, uh, minimalistic and, um, I guess I'll call it lo-fi. Yeah. Um, it used to be like that, but now it's very... is like <laughs> I think it's one of the things that ties it all together kind of like glue definitely yeah yeah the roots even even without like the sampling like I think that it's got huge roots in hip hop yeah just like stylistically um but and, then of course mm-hmm. all the hip hop songs that have sampled yeah jazz yeah I do think like uh in terms of like that style and just how it all matches it's always very like it's like back and forth away. There's like some music where you can, uh, what's it called? You can match it with like the hip hop aesthetic. Yeah. And then you can like have it, uh, something that incorporates like maybe some keys or maybe like some drums. And it can like, you can totally like shift to manipulate it. And it'll be like some completely different, which is why like I did like, like producing music instead of like, I don't know, being a musician itself. Like yeah, I, I would rather like I would rather like you know play with the sounds and all that than play an instrument. But of right. course, having that knowledge is important. You know, it kind of helps and bleeds into all the different like the different ways of like expressing yourself. Right. Yeah, and yeah. I definitely agree. Um, yeah, I think well, Quincy Jones was a huge jazz guy. Yeah, and he didn't play any instruments. He was just like the conductor. Yeah. I think in like the orchestra and that's kind of how I think about like producers mm-hmm. um, is there like the conductors kind of you know like you you don't you can't you kind of do play the instruments because you can like play MIDI instruments on your keyboard whatnot but yeah. at the end of the day like you're orchestrating the band I yeah, think definitely. that's pretty cool yeah it's like yeah. you're in charge of like everything that needs to happen exactly and you're yeah. the guy that just puts it all together in like a smaller term I guess that's what producing is because it's like you're working multiple tracks and putting it all in one thing so in a way you're kind of conducting it you're thinking that way exactly yeah anyways that was uh, a nice ramble right there a little intro yeah you can go to like the main topic which is underground hip hop what do you think of like what is like your overall image and like how did you get started like what made you want to listen to it more Ooh, of underground yeah um okay i didn't listen to a ton of hip-hop and then in grade eight this new kid came to my school yeah and he gave me a piece of paper and it just was filled with a bunch of different like artists and mm-hmm. most of them were hip-hop uh, okay. artists and that's how i got introduced to guys like mad lib and like quasimodo like by extension yeah and like the far side um and a lot of guys that aren't like underground now Mm -hmm. but back then would have been considered it um and yeah i don't know i just it blew my mind that like these simple like one two bar loops with these cool like funky samples was and and then just like verses and a chorus was like enough for a whole song 
because yeah. I had only listened to a lot of radio stuff and classic rock up to then, and I was like, this is insane. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think that I just got infected by the beats. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the flows and the lyricism was super cool. So then I started getting to that. So ooh, early days. Yeah, kind of like all like very like super experimental and just yeah. like anything really goes and the rules, you just forget about them. Exactly. It was just, yeah. it was like art class without a teacher. Yeah. You know, you can just like throw your paint on the canvas. No one's going to get mad. Some people enjoy it. Some people will be like, that's ah, not real. But a lot of people will be like, this is what really is real mm-hmm. um yeah yeah i think thinking less about what other people want to hear and then just being like honest to yourself like creatively yeah that's kind of what i think of when i think of underground and then i don't know we don't have to talk about it too much but like you can kind of talk about how underground can kind of be linked with like not not like not having success, but like not like blowing, like not commercial yeah. success. It's kind of Do you like know the, what I mean? Yeah. The whole point of it is like, is to be underground. Yeah. You know? They might call yeah. it like selling out, but it's just like. Yeah. In like a more positive term, it'd be like <laughs> the artists, they don't want their stuff known because it's just like them presenting themselves mm-hmm. in like in that mm-hmm. sort of like project and just uh, the music yeah. they're presenting. And like in order for it to be like, have his own uniqueness it has to stay underground, which is like kind of like the whole idea of it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I do get that 100%. Yeah. And then, yeah, I guess for me, I'd say like my introduction to hip hop was like, I guess very like, because hmm, uh, I would say like I, I used to listen to a lot when I was like in passive, like I would hear like in the radio and stuff. Okay. Like, you know, like, different songs from, like... I wouldn't say this is hip-hop, but I'm, like... Maybe, like, Sean Kingston. Okay, yeah, yeah. Or maybe, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Temperature by Big Sean. Or not Big Sean, uh, Sean Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, like, just that type of sound. And then it's very, like, club-esque and just, like, very bouncy. Which right. is pretty much, like, the introduction of it. Yes. And then to more into, like, the hip-hop-related things instead of, like, the club, I would say, like, the first ever, like, hip-hop song was, like... Uh, kick push by Lupe Fiasco, and it's pretty much like that's it, your first hip hop song you listen to. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it got like it had like this nice like super jazz like feel, yeah, and very like melodic lyrics. Not really melodic, but like everything just flowed in together. And it's like what are these two like different genres? I totally get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, because at the time, like I had a uh, what's it called. I, I was able to listen to like you know jazz like I started listening to jazz first and then hip hop came after and then after that Kate Push song I was like I got to get into more of this genre you know and then yep. it, it didn't take a few more years until like I got back to like Nas and just like listened to the album it was written and then it's just kind of like it basically put me even deeper into like the whole you know like for lack of a better term yeah, and then I just like, like, like uh, when I listen to some, I'm like, I have to get, I get get more deep into it, cause it's like, I really like this. I want to hear more of it. Yeah, and it's like, oh damn, okay, this is nice. And then yeah, and then throughout growing up, it's like, I've been listening to new other stuff, like you know, like MF Doom and just like all these different artists. But really, MF Doom, I wasn't like, I didn't super get into him. 
like in the beginning yeah because I, I i think like there's a show called the boondocks yeah of course <laughs> yeah it it's very like you know it's very hip-hop influenced so Absolutely. it's a bunch of different artists yep that like do like the music and it's just, like the whole point of it is to be like it's about like like the black culture and just like all the stuff that happens out in like crime and just like being in the just how they're living and right then, like, it's almost like yeah. a satire sometimes of yeah it's a satire real comedy life maybe yeah but yeah. it's kind of real stuff that happens right yeah and people find that related to it but yeah there was this moment where like there's this character called Bushido Brown or no well is it it's kind of like he's kind of like a samurai with an afro yeah 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 and then uh I think he fought like Huey's Huey. gotta fight him yeah he fought Huey and then the song All Cows by Him of Doom came on that's right and then yeah that was like the first song I probably ever listened to Doom without wow. even knowing it was Doom wow and From so the like TV show, wow. yeah it didn't take me to like years like maybe around like middle of high school where I'm like oh yeah I listened to this artist before cause I had I rewatched the show I'm like oh these music like I listen to them now and it's like Wu-Tang and just like Jay Dill and all that so I yeah. was like oh that's pretty cool like I listen to them in passing yeah but yeah that's kind of like introduced me to like that genre in its whole that's just, super tight yeah. yeah I think getting into like uh, certain things from like other media is so cool like yeah I found a bunch of cool tracks and artists from like movies and TV and stuff, you know, and then when you like fill in the connections, it's, it's the best thing. Um, yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people, um, discovered MF doom through that episode of the boondocks for sure. And like, cause that's, Oh, when, what, when did that, cause that album is, what is that? Oh, five. I can look that up. I think Uh, what's called mad villainy. Yeah. 04 or 05 yeah it's pretty yeah. early 2000s 2004 yeah you got yeah. it um so then the boondocks it was like kind of around then right the boondocks yeah like seven or six seven. yeah so he, like he was yeah. like still kind of underground then like people knew about him especially with that album it was big yeah um i think people that would watch the show are already fans of like hip-hop yeah. And so, like, when they watch it, they kind of like, oh, I really like this. Let me watch it more, type of thing. It, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it says it was premiered November 6, 2005. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah, like, right after the album. Um, yeah, that show is just really cool. But, yeah, yeah. It's a great show. I gotta watch that again. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, right right here, I got, like, the term for underground hip-hop. Like, oh, the definition. Please. It's basically an umbrella term for hip-hop music that's outside the general canon, which is pretty much, if you think of like hip-hop in its whole, underground would be like a section on the lower, if it was like a different levels. And then it's like associated with independent artists, signed by independent labels. Right, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah underground hip-hop is often characterized by a socially conscious, positive, anti-commercial lyrics, However, there is a unifying universal theme suggests that it has no sonic signifier. So, like, oh, wow, there's okay. no really, like... Way to... Describe it. Yeah. It's, like, every... It's, like, kind of, like, everything. Yeah. While it's nothing at the same time. That's kind of cool. It's yeah. not, like, a genre where it's, like, oh, this makes this uh, punk or this makes this metal because yeah. the instruments do this. It's more, like, yeah. 
yeah it's more like the message and like yeah i don't want to say the culture but it's kind of like yeah i guess it is because it's like the way the tracks are made like the mm-hmm. the attitude towards putting out the music yeah that's a good point you said about independent artists that's definitely mm-hmm. characteristic of underground no major label shit yeah, yeah that's that's big important and other genres would include like alternative hip-hop and conscious rap right which are like kind of like the big themes in the underground hip-hop yeah yeah and so and it's not really like a style where it's like in the billboard like top 100s no very rarely it gets around there because the whole point of it is like to be underground and even like most artists don't want to be in the billboard yeah because they don't agree with probably half of that shit and whatnot yeah it's kind of like mf doom yeah they're not pleasing the masses because even like after he died he like definitely got his flowers i think um but i don't know maybe it's not the best uh measure for his success but Mm-hmm. Um, Doom right now, according to Spotify, has about just just over seven million monthly yeah. listeners. Which I bet you, if you would have checked that like three years ago, would have been like maybe a mill, maybe more. Yeah. But and he's like kind of the face of underground hip hop. I mean, he's yeah. also like really well respected as one of the best rappers because just his style is yeah, just so unique. Nobody does it like that. Yeah, it's um, very hard to emulate that thing. <laughs> exactly. And even his production too. It's like so in your face and just like so like oh this is doom when I hear it. Exactly. Yeah. Your mic sounds great, but I think I'm gonna get you to pull it a bit closer to you and I'm gonna drop your gain a bit just because I'm coming through it. Okay. Yeah, here let me take your gain. Drop it a bit. It's kind of annoying, but yeah. there we go. Okay. Oh. That's cool. <laughs> okay then i can turn nice okay so now yeah we should be a little more isolated oh nice yeah okay cool all right um anyways yeah okay sorry we were, we were on we were on doom there yeah and uh yeah i was just saying like how doom style is like very unique to him and just like it's very hard to emulate and just like it can only be him that does it if he do right it, yeah you know? yeah yeah, and then right now I can go to different styles of underground hip-hop, getting back to the definition. Uh, so this is like Wikipedia, so like, I don't know if you want to trust <laughs> Wikipedia, but we'll right. go from it, you know? What I mean? You're trusting us already. Yeah. Underground hip-hop is encompassed with several different styles. Numerous acts and books, how to rap, are described as both being underground and uh, political or social aware of these... Uh, among among others so basically like the style is like rapping about like what's happening in the world or like right some injustice or like some that goes that goes wrong and no one talks about it so now they're like pay attention to this it's like social justice warriors if they were cool yeah (laughs) you know what i mean if they weren't annoying it's (laughs) like this is what's going on they're being like loud and vocal about it but it's not like yeah that's it's like you know when you know you know exactly yeah Yeah. social issues that's a big one yeah um also like because you we were talking about jedi mind tricks earlier and i feel like there's a lot of uh uh like kind of like cosmic interest Mm -hmm. in like the underground side like there's a lot of because spiritual is kind of a whole other lane but there's a lot of like uh 
you brought up oh what was that group uh the illuminati guys oh the lost children of babylon yes yeah. and i think that like in underground hip-hop through like throughout different years that's a thing like uh mm. the underachievers yeah they're very like it's almost like psychedelic oh yeah you know what i mean like they they really talk about like uh spiritual consciousness and different yeah. like uh talk about like aliens yeah and, yeah yeah very cosmic yeah. and i think that's an interesting thing and it's not like that's not obviously like important social issues in the world but it, it's mm -hmm. just like expanding your mind it's kind of conscious yeah i think that's cool um yeah like the act of conscious itself is like to be well for the artists like that do it they're kind of like this is what i think about in life yeah and this is like what i want to talk about so i'm gonna do it it's definitely for pe music for people who who have brains yeah. and, and use them a little bit yeah because yeah. sometimes the lyrics would be like holy shit yeah <laughs> You're saying a lot <laughs> yeah i need to pause it go back yeah. and hear it through and then oh now i heard two more meanings mm -hmm. right yeah and then it's probably not even in like genius or something Fuck you gotta genius. look up the lyrics <laughs> yeah, yeah genius is good when i can't understand yeah uh rappers sometimes but like yeah. the meaning sometimes it's like uh, sometimes it makes sense because it's like mm. so if you're gonna talk about something that like isn't around is yeah. like now or i don't know about then okay but it's like when they're like i think he's trying to say this it's like well <laughs> yeah and i remember seeing an earl sweatshirt tweet and he was like what the fuck people really use this rap genius thing bro you, you, this is defeating the whole point <laughs> yeah you're supposed to get your own definition you're right you're supposed to listen yeah <laughs> not read but so, sometimes it's important to like just get like the basic understanding i agree and expand from there and i agree then when you listen again it's like oh i can get this different meaning from it yes you know yes i feel like yeah. with a lot of the guys we have in this list we'll talk about i feel like them i don't need to use genius as much because yeah. a lot of conscious rap i don't know like they they kind of like enunciate better like they really want to get their message across whereas yeah. like a lot of uh not definitely not um underground but like newer mm -hmm. mainstream hip-hop it's not about the message it's just about the beat the and, beat and yeah. the vibe and like just the sound just really a, you know this is like the feeling it gets yeah so like yeah. these mumble rappers i have to look up what the hell they're saying sometimes oh yeah and then i'm uh, i'm sad because i'm like oh they're actually really not saying a lot sometimes yeah, but you know it's like oh i'm uh go to a party and get money yeah yeah that's all <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah we're n we're not that old but we're already the the old heads yeah yeah and like, then yeah i think also like in the underground definition I think an artist can be underground, but eventually they can come out of it. Okay. Like a good example, this will be like Nas, Jay-Z. Very true. Uh, Big L to a certain extent, because after he mm. passed, he's like kind of... Right. He became more known after that, but yeah. like he did a lot of things in the underground, like with like DITC, like Fat Joe. Definitely. Diamond D in them. Definitely. So yeah, that, that term can like, it doesn't have to like, like focus on that one specific artist and right it right just, it could change like yeah yeah and i feel like actually maybe not because i was gonna say i feel like every artist has to be underground at one point yeah but M &M. right yeah. that's true and like mm -hmm. maybe it's just because they're not popular they're considered yeah. underground but maybe it's also like since they're not super popular they don't have the pressure on them from a label or whoever yeah being like oh 
you have to rap like this like you have to make your beats more f- you know like because yeah. like you said like m has a track uh fuck it was like the first ep is out actually on spotify is some shady up you don't mm-hmm. i don't even think he's going by slim shady then it's i'm gonna find it if you go to his discography is it like with d12 in them like 1996 he's got a single yeah. called infinite and my brother showed that to me and i was like wow like 96 like yeah. he also has a, a album here called just don't oh no it's a single called just don't give a fuck eminem and it actually is on the same bridge with it looks like the same car from mm-hmm. the slim shady lp mm-hmm. it is um but yeah the stuff he's talking about is he like a lot of the rhymes are just like uh, wordplay like it's mm. not it's you know it's just the, yeah. like lyrical spiritual miracle shit yeah very, before that was corny just very technical I yeah guess. yeah yeah but well, like yeah. even the topics that he does touch is it, it is still more um conscious yeah and he's not as angry and then like later on once he started getting fame and i think it's probably just because what people wanted and that's what he wanted but yeah you know it's like i'm gonna rap about i'm a menace a dentist a oral hygienist and it's like that's mm-hmm. still a bar but now yeah. we're doing club music <laughs> um yeah so that's yeah that's a great example yeah I'm i am you know a trap called quiz oh I'm, yeah I'm, that's true at one point wu-tang as well like yeah they, they were they were, they were very considered underground. underground they were like grimy as hell yeah because like when they were introduced like there was like no song like that you know yeah and it's like oh they're like there's no hooks in these songs. It's like just them just rapping <laughs> just their asses off. Versus maybe a chorus. Yeah, but it was hard as shit. So it's yeah. so like, oh, we like this. <laughs> yeah. Mob Deep too, you know? Yeah. Like, they're very, like, in terms of, like, 90s, like, underground, like, very, like, street grimy stuff. Yeah. Like, like they were kind of, like, the first group that, like, rapped about, like, the street violence. Because they were they were involved in it and they had people that pass and they like when Havoc like Havoc and Prodigy are like they do a mob deep. Yeah. And then pretty much like they introduced like the Havoc produced an album called The Infamous. And then he had like a bunch of like songs like uh what's it called? Uh here one second. Like, you know, Eye for an Eye, yep. Nas Raekwon, like Shook Ones Part One or yep. Part Two. Yeah. That one like became very big. Yeah, that's true. It was that also was also like hit. the what is that Eminem movie? The Eight Mile. Eight Mile. Yeah, is, that's, is that, that the beat for the last yeah. battle? Yeah, it was the beat. Yeah, that's and right. Because he has the you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just that style. Just like after like Mob Deep like introduced it, it was like oh, we can rap hip hop that this way and just yeah. like be talk about this and that and that yeah was like it was very real that th- yeah. and that shit was like scary real because i yeah. feel like uh like because that was like around that was after illmatic uh around the was, same time it was 95 I okay think so illmatic just, was uh 94 i think yeah, yeah three or four yeah ni- 94 it was illmatic because nos like that i mean mm-hmm. that shit sounds what i imagine queensbridge projects new york sounds like but then because yeah. i was like wow this is like dark and the beats are spooky and he's talking about street life yeah. and then i heard the infamous and i was like nasa shit sounds Damn. like child's play right like nasa's yeah. like he, his shit's like fun now it's like did it yeah. and then i heard that shit and it's like well, holy yeah. shit i think illmatic was like kind of like a celebration of like the hip-hop at, back then oh okay because, that's a cool way of looking at it yeah because like all these songs were like 
when you look at like the songs and the producers, they were like top tier producers back. Well, there still are, but like back in the day, yeah, they were they were like the guys star number one, like premier, you know, Diamond D, finesse, finesse, uh, what's Q tip, Q tip, and you know? uh, is Havoc? No, Havoc's not on that. No, Havoc is not on that. Uh, uh, Pete Rock's on Pete that. Pete Rock, yeah, yeah, I'm forgetting. Crazy. Like, like those guys were like the number one guys, and they yeah. all worked on this album, and it's like you would, yeah, because like you know. It had all these producers like that were known, or it's still known. Like they they were like very influential back then. Yes. And they were just like, oh, let's make an album. And then now this is like the young guy that's like super talented and just like had so much energy. So much energy. Very like. I'll do eleven tracks tonight. Yeah. yeah. And just like very like, oh damn. And then they're like, oh, this this guy nice, you know? Right. And it's like, oh, let's let's work with him and just like make an album. And then some of the songs were like. It's mind blowing how they were made like you know one love yeah it was like recording like in like the kind of like a movie tape really where we're not really it's a kind of like a cassette tape where oh, okay, you okay. had a you had to like physically stop it yeah at the moment it plays okay and then like to rewind it you had to like kind of I'd say loop it physically you know and then you have to time it i know what you're saying yeah time, yeah, time yeah. it to where it repeats itself yeah yeah so it was like it it I think um I kind of got it wrong a bit but like I'll probably fact check on that but uh it was kind of it was very difficult to make so like I think it was like, like the sa- like the loop on the sample yeah whoa they had to physically time it to when it came on whoa so that, that took hours and hours and then because I saw this like DJ Premier he has like a channel where like they talk about it yeah they talked about I I think it was One Love they talk about it because P Rock produced it right. I'm not, no, not, oh. not P-Rock, uh, Q-tip. Q-Tip. Yeah, because yeah, he also sorry, does Q-tip. the hook on that. Yeah, Q-Tip yeah. produced it, and he, he yeah. went through all this process. Right. And then DJ Premier was like, oh, damn, I want to I wanna do better now. Right. <laughs> he, came, he, he left, and then he came back and produced even more, like, you know, represent. Wow. And, like, uh, what's it called? Can you imagine being 16 and, like, the best producers in the world at the time? Or yeah. just, like... We want to work with you. They're rocking with you and just That's like produce every album. That's insane. But yeah, definitely like Illmatic is like kind of like more of a celebration of like hip hop at its all. And it's just like, you can even see it with all the songs. Yeah. Like the production is like crazy back then. Even now, like some of these songs don't. No. Or just like. Even like sonically, like the. Yeah. This fucking snares and like everything, they just hit like. Yeah. So clean. And even with yeah. all the digital stuff we have Using now. Like, best samples and just. Yeah. Like, and it's simple, but it's like yeah. so. They all feel. All the songs feel so rich. Yeah. You know, it never feels like it's just a boom bap beat. Like nah. it feels like a whole. Like every time I hear those songs, I feel like I'm in a location. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it puts me in some kind of space. I like I could be in a good mood. I could be like happy and careless and I put on what love and I'm like immediately like introspective and I'm yeah. kind of like looking over my shoulders, do you know what yeah. I mean? Cuz it's kind of spooky but it's like cool. What love is pretty good. Crazy. Yeah. That's Even like the intro the genesis of that one. Yes. It's kind of like in the train. Y- it yeah, kinda, it, yeah. It puts you into that whole world. The whole vibe like you're coming yeah. to Queensbridge. Yeah. Yeah, it does AZ do a, a whole bunch of like interludes and intros on that. Yeah, I think it's like AZ talking. Yeah, 
just ta- talking shit because he says the yeah. same shit on like three songs he's yeah, like, and, put and the washington's with the white yeah. one yeah yeah he's always like doing his thing yeah <laughs> yeah and uh yeah i was saying like uh illmatic you know and like the infamous are like good in different perspectives because yes. like the infamous is just that's some like <laughs> grimy just very yeah. like, dark yeah gritty like sounds like it's producing a cave like right this is where this is where it became you know but, totally yeah. and yeah but i think a good comparison to it would be like uh it was written by nas you can compare those two more because like it kind of fit that more infamous vibe yeah just like because a lot of songs like i think a few ones were pretty like uh it's kind of felt like uh the infamous continuation okay in a sense okay yeah because it, there's also songs like with like mob deep as well and then songs were like uh of course az and uh i think the only like very like super happy song was like if i ruled the world alone hell yeah but like a lot Classic. of the other songs were like that, crazy yeah, yeah. Is that one of the message on it? Is that that one? The message was there. Yeah. And then uh, there was, uh, what's it called? Let me check that out. I Gave You a Gun. Oh, where, yeah. Crazy. Where now it's rapping like the perspective of a gun. Crazy. That was. Uh, that was some cool. Yeah, yeah. That was a really cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. The message, Street Dreams, I Gave yeah. You Power, which is the song. Shootouts. Yeah. Yeah. Watch them. Yeah. No, this uh, is crazy album. Yeah, Nas is coming. You know the setup with Havoc. That's a great song. Yep. Yeah. Suspect to shootouts. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, what's it called? The album is pretty good too. It's like the first album with Nas I listened to. It was nice. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can talk about this guy forever. Yeah. Um, but that is a great example of um yeah like the underground artist that has kind of blown up and i think because i think today we'll definitely like stick with underground like uh like yeah. where it came from kind of so like a lot of that originates from like 90s and stuff and like doom's early 2000s mostly but yeah there's also like underground and like the other side of hip-hop where it's like uh mm-hmm. like the melodic trap stuff you know like there is that and it is it is different because they're probably not going to be doing like socially conscious, uh, yeah. lyrically heavy bars. And it, I mean, it's the 2010, so it's different, mm-hmm. but the sound is still more raw. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like they still pay attention to not caring as much. Yeah. Um, and then like those guys will blow up because of, it's just more appealing to the masses that don't listen to like rap, you know, that yeah. don't listen to like hip hop, hip hop, but they're like, this is a nice beat. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're not really a fan of it and just, no they're not there for the poetry yeah. it's more just like oh this this is cool like this yeah. music it makes me want to dance so. right exactly yeah i'm gonna do that <laughs> which is fair but um yeah yeah okay uh we talked about doom mm-hmm. do you want to talk about grim a little bit mf grim yeah without going into like the super long beef history and oh yeah because it is crazy yeah i think mf grim is kind of I guess, yeah. I would say in terms of a rapper, I, th- I think he's like, he's dope. Yeah. Like, he has his own unique style. Yeah. Just like, he rhymes about like, you know, I would say if Doom was like, more into street rap. <laughs> and yes. And just didn't have like that flow. Yeah, yeah. And then, 
Because I know, like, MF Grimm, like, he rapped with, like, he has some song called, like, Coogee Rap. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, maybe wow, some Mob Deep stuff. But his style is more, like, you know, underground, very gritty, street hard, street yeah. hard stuff. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's in your face. And, like, the production is kind of, like, very boom bap and very, like, 90s. Right, yeah. And he, he definitely, like, has, he has, hmm. How do I say this? Because he has his own style that makes him unique. And his yep. voice, I think, is also unique. And just like... Because he, he just raps about like, you know... You know, some parts with drugs. Some parts yep. with like uh, very... Violence and just stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, Doom is more just like... Like the fun kind of goofy raps. And it's all about like the wordplay and the rhyme schemes. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah interesting okay um yeah yeah uh, they had beef that's about it <laughs> yeah that whole beef was yeah silly um it's just awful money but you know yeah you got yeah. it yeah there's uh one song with uh called take him to war featuring kooji rap wow and b1 and a few other cool g he's yeah. underground right we could say that yeah cool g rap because like if classic like, someone could listen to Nas and Jay-Z and them mm-hmm. and not know Coogee Rap. That's true. That's but very true. Coogee Rap is kind of like the birth of, like, that East yeah, Coast he's flow. Yeah. yeah flow. He is old. Crazy. That's true. Yeah. He's still rapping, man. He had a song with, like, Freddie Gibbs that I listened to, like, did? Oh, last year or something. Yeah. And Shit. Like, it's, like, his nephew or something that's on the song, yeah. too. And then Alchemist had a single with him that came out, like, a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, crazy. I think in terms of, like, the scary, like, street, like, alchemist style. Yeah. Kooji rap and his uh, his music and just, like, the production in it. Yeah. It's kind of, like, one of, like, the early stages of just East Coast rap and just, like, that Birth of that style. Yeah. Because uh, I think an, there's an album called uh, 456. Yeah. And he has, like, a lot of these, like, very haunting and just very dark street Mm. it's one that one song money on my brain yeah that one with like with grim yeah and uh the only positive song is fast life with nas right well, kind of positive but it's just called, right talk, talking about like the the lifestyle of being rich and stuff like that and he has his nice song called like you know he has take him to war as well which is from his featuring kooji rap or no featuring uh mf grim right and then uh he has a song called for the boys blowing up the world for the brothers is actually like that one's that one's not too dark is yeah i'd say kind of i'd say it fits more like uh one love vibe you know yeah 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 okay i like it's kind of like the passing wow is nas the only feature on this album damn and i I, it's also grim as well oh okay but he doesn't show his name for some reason i see oh yeah that's that's fair yeah there's also metadata issue executioner style that's a good song too oh wow yeah yeah but yeah, MF Grim, I mean, not Grim, uh, Coogee Rap, he's, he's pretty dope. I haven't listened to, like, his whole discog, yeah, but like, yeah. I listened to a, a nice portion, and I'd say it's pretty solid. Definitely a mean lyricist, yeah. Yeah, he goes crazy. Yeah. And his voice is just like... So good. <laughs> it's just so him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so infectious, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah Coogee Rap is nice. Damn, I'm trying to think of... Some more underground guys that like kind of made it out of there. Kind of made it out in underground. Yeah, because like I was thinking Cameron, but I don't know. I feel like Cam was always kind of big. 
Because, mm. like, that whole, that was, like, like, Dipset. Like, that's, like, early yeah. 2000s, late 90s. Yeah. Because the whole, like, the whole Diddy thing, like, fucked everything up. Yeah. Like, everybody that was coming through Bad Boy was just, like, instant big because of yeah. Biggie and Diddy. Yeah. And his obsession with success. So, I feel mm. like you can't really be underground if you're working with Diddy. Mm. I but, think, I don't know. I had this, I don't know. Sometimes I have arguments in my head. Yeah, yeah. That I make up and just think yeah, about yeah, it. and you gotta win. Yeah, that's yeah. great. And then uh, you know, you know, Black Star, Talib Kweli. Yes, and almost them. Yes, great duo. I was thinking like, cause uh, I would say Talib Kweli is underground, and most Def is not. Whoa, that's what I, I was arguing in my head, and then pretty much like my Ooh. reasoning was, you know. Most Def is kind of like you know, he's no, he's very known like Black on Both he's Sides. He's in movies. He's in movies. Yeah, but Black on Both Sides. Is yeah, kinda, it's like a classic album. Right. That a lot of people know. Like right. A lot of people that are not even like hip hop heads like that. Right. Has listened to those albums. Yeah, my parents know who Most Def is. Yeah. You know, and they don't. They don't know. I don't even. They, I, I was like, how do you know Most Def? Like, name one of his songs. You know, mm. and if like if I played like yeah. I don't know, maybe mathematics. Like, yeah, they would probably know Miss Fat Booty if Ms. I played Fat it, Booty, yeah. right? But like, and his voice is recognizable and like yeah. some other stuff. But yeah, they were like, yeah, he did movies and stuff, mm. and I was like, oh shit, okay, so yeah, but, he's like a pretty, pretty dope. Like, I mean, and his themes definitely are underground, like lyrically, like content wise. Yeah, yeah he's more I mean? the the conscious, conscious, yeah, yeah, and super political. I guess that's true. That's I guess that yeah. was the thing back then was like yeah. to be a conscious rapper. Yeah, but not Talib Kweli. No. If yeah, you say didn't... you know most deaf, yeah, but do you also know Talib Kweli? Right. Most are gonna say probably no. No, and they yeah. might recognize Get By, but other than that, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So yeah, I was just thinking about this. Oh, maybe that makes sense because I guess like Talib Kweli, like most hip hop heads know him. Yep. Like I like the type of music we like. They know most that, like Talib Kweli and yep. Black Star and all that. But yeah, he's he's also like a super conscious rapper. I think even more so than like most Def. Cause like, yeah, I I, I yeah. can see that. Cause uh, the way he raps, like his voice is very like distinct, especially yeah. his flow. It's kind of like stop go yeah yeah hundred percent stop go. He kind of like pauses and just like. I don't know. His voice is just like very, just it's very different, you know. Yeah, and it's not like yeah. I like it, but yeah, like like yeah. you said, it's not like not everybody would say it's like good. Like most deaths just sound smooth, yeah, for the most part, you know. Like he just sounds good, yeah. And like Talib Kweli sounds good, but yeah, he's kind of got like a more nasally, high pitched voice, mm -hmm. and yeah, like the flow is yeah. kind of like whoa, uh, whoa. Yeah. I would say it's definitely get takes you like it gets it takes a long time to get used to yes but like once you do it's like oh he's, right once you're like yeah. okay yeah that is true yeah. um i had a a friend of mine back in like the restaurant i used to work with yeah he he was like a big fan of like most def okay and like Talib Kweli. yeah and like he really liked Talib Kweli, and like he just recommended me some of his albums like oh tight like quality prison of conscious yeah and just like those ones and it's very like super jazz-esque and then uh, I think for me, like, there's an album called, what's it called? Here, let me search it up for a second. You know, uh, High Tech? 
Yes. He has an album called High Tech called Revolution Per Minute. Revolutionary okay. Per Minute. And it's got like, it came out uh, 2010, actually. It's got a, like a Cole feature before he was Cole. Wow. Know? And he's got like a wow. few like the underground artists. I think he has one with like Common in them. But it's mostly like Talib Kweli and High Tech. High he, Tech. High that's... Tech, yeah. He's like a producer. So who he, somebody has i mean a few guys but somebody has a flow exactly like him diamond d yeah yeah was it was high t- and high tech was in ditc i don't i mean like he I, probably I just had them produced i, I don't for think him. so yeah okay okay because he yeah it's yeah. totally the same yeah like like diamond d and I, yeah because yeah i'm like are these guys the same person and then they're like no yeah this maybe is- it's just the air because who's got is it Jizza who has the I should know this who has bomb atomically Socrates philosophies and how uh, Inspector Deck is it, thank you yeah yeah wow see now now many get kicked off the podcast <laughs> the real hip hop heads are like how do you not know Triumph is the most important verse um, um, it's all good <laughs> but it's kind of like that kind of flow I feel like with high tech hmm I don't know I'm kind of just thinking of t- the song 24-7 uh, who's that even with it's kind of a weird one yeah he definitely has like very like uh, sci-fi rap yeah as I would call it yeah S- similar to the Jizza from Wu-Tang it's very sci-fi and very like ooh, aliens right I'm saying a lot of like scientific words you know yeah yeah, <laughs> mm. exactly exactly yeah. it's cool though yeah the like four syllable words yeah yeah okay okay but yeah we we're talking about Talib Kweli yeah Talib Kweli he's he's definitely underground yeah oh sidebar him and most def I'm pretty sure it was for the first time they linked back up as Black Star mm-hmm. for the last West Side Gun album yeah oh yeah, yeah for was, that song Peppas yeah and I remember hearing I'm like wow like because I'd heard some like I guess it's Yesin Bay now but I'd heard like his verses you know because the, mm-hmm. f- the Gibbs album and a couple other like little ones. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. But then yeah. I hadn't heard Talib Kweli rap in like forever. Yeah. And his voice sounds a little different now. It's kind of deeper. Yeah. But I heard that verse on the gun track and I was like, wow, like this mm-hmm. is, this is so crazy. Like, yeah. where's this guy been? You know, he needs yeah. like more of a spotlight, but it's really hard, especially when you've been in the game. I feel like for a while yeah. to like come back and be like, I'm still sick. Yeah. Like that's kind of what like cool G's old, but he's still making music. Yeah, I think the point is like to be like always consistent with the uploads yes. of music. Right. That's how you stay like sharpening your pen. Right, like yeah. keep up with the young guns. Yeah, and just see what's what what they're doing, and just like you know, try to adapt with like the times. I think that that's yeah. a really we don't have to segue all the way there yet, but I think mm-hmm. that's a cool thing that there's this weird grimy resurgence now yeah like you know Grammy no drums yeah Yeah. and from and even like when there is drums but yeah like from Buffalo and from Detroit and like we're still from Syracuse and shit like yeah it's just and now since this is coming back like some of these old guys are like oh my god like I can jump on this track Mm -hmm. you know because like some people adapted but like not a lot of people are like yeah I'll my name's Cool G Rap and I'm gonna be on the next Lil Uzi track you know that that probably won't work yeah but he's on tracks in 2020 because there's guys like like alchemist has always been a producer yeah but now he's making like dirty boom bap that sounds like it's Mm -hmm. from the 90s i think that's cool yeah alchemist like like he did start as a rapper yes that's right first uh, infantry yeah and then he just you know he found out being produced was much better right and his 
but he sometimes still raps and <laughs> yeah stuff like that like, yeah i think he rapped with the with uh what's it called oh for the larry album like the Larry June album yeah and also with the hit boy album or hit boy song. oh yeah that's right uh, yeah that that single slip into darkness thank you yeah that's the one and yeah this is actually another sidebar uh you know you know stove god cook yeah <laughs> earlier today i'm like oh yeah i, gotta I wanna that. listen to the album <laughs> yeah and then so i listened to when i was in the gym and that shit just hyped me the fuck yeah up. yeah i still gotta listen to that. you send that to me at work yeah um oh yeah the one with the rock marcy yeah, yeah that one that one's pretty good that's, but like, that's a new a reasonable drought is what i listen to. oh god yeah, yeah that album is so good yeah like because you know uh what's it called this is one song i really liked uh, because before i haven't really listened to the album like like that okay my way through it yeah but then then when i was working on the gym i'm like all oh, this shit's hard as fuck it's all good <laughs> yeah. like it's i, I think the songs yeah. are good and better like, like lava lamp yeah john stark yeah uh gloria blimentine yeah like, and jim bohemian and yep. uh break the pyrex I'm wow like, holy shit <laughs> that's crazy because like my favorite by far my favorite is bread of life yeah i don't know why it's just so good uh and then burton mm. state's pretty good there's uh, cocaine cologne great yeah wild samples i just i think it's cool that he can be so bar heavy and then also be like these new rappers and just go like ridiculous with the ad libs yeah <laughs> like he's just gonna laugh and it's like it's so great because i'm getting moments. hyped you know, yeah the, those, i guess jada did that but yeah those like reverberated like laughs in the yeah, back yeah those and, are just like so hype yeah yeah he'll like talk shit calmly yeah. and then his ass would be like <laughs> no you can't and it's like holy shit like it's so great it definitely hypes you up that's it i think marcy kind of led the charge in this whole like rebirth yes yeah because he's been doing it for a while since like 2010 I don't know if he has music earlier than that, but like Right. No, but that's like yeah. that's like way back. That's like early ASAP Rocky, you know? Yeah. And I think it was you that was telling me that like guys around him were kinda like maybe it was you. Guys mm. around him were kinda like changing their style because they're like, mm, I don't know if this shit yeah. you know, this left handed kinda drumless shit and this these flaky I don't know how to compare it without like using Lil Wayne, but he just keeps like going. Mm. And he stays yeah. on like one rhyme for a long time. He's sometimes. got the momentum with his raps, right? Yeah, and yeah, he just kept doing that, and like the the genre didn't blow up, and then like Gun started coming out, and even like, like Griselda, and yeah, just, and they they yeah. all like were like yeah, like rock, like yeah, he's the guy, and being a producer that good, like get out of here. Yeah, he's just got all like in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like earliest album was uh, twenty twelve actually. Okay, it's kind of like an EP yeah and there's called, yeah, probably shit before that on like uh yeah. soundcloud yeah but wow yeah strive epic yeah he's like the type of like artist where like he found success by being super consistent with it yeah ex- he just, never like, switched he up. just never changed yeah, yeah. oh yeah re- that's really respectable on this first album after the ep from 2013 he's got some some pretty mm-hmm. like he's got evidence yeah i don't know Cobb, but i know guilty simpson we got action yeah knowledge the pirate yeah uh yeah when i heard of like first time i heard of rock rock marcy is uh i was listening uh you know joe bun podcast yeah and then uh the i think you know like mall or not mall uh 
it was Rory. He's all. He's oh like yeah, that, that one, that one guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have this thing where like they recommend a song in the outro. Oh, that's cool. And he, re- uh, what's it called? Recommended Richard Gear. No way. And I to it, I'm like, that's a crazy track. I'm like, holy shit. And that's how like I was introduced to him. I'm like, oh, this guy's nice. Yeah. Because I was like, I was already like a big Doom fan, and I'm like, this is just already doom again <laughs> right and to a similar style but like very different doom with like yeah. more like swag more, yeah <laughs> like i i'm, I'm not I'm, reading comic books i'm reading like playboy magazines yeah right? like swag you know yeah my nice car yes oh, look at this fly ass shit but still like the crazy like mm, crazy bar heavy crazy yeah. wordplay yeah and then i listened to like uh marcelago and i was a yeah. big fan ever since so yeah great project and you know he had like uh this uh what's it called an album called mon marcy okay it's really good oh yeah, yeah. that was like what like four yeah. years ago maybe yeah it's uh what's it called 2020 okay so. okay three years ago yeah and it's with like the one the song i sent you with stove god in it it's yeah called the Ice of Horus, and it's got stove god and i think he's like the i would say like the only feature in that wow. album because it's all just marcy I think now that I'm yeah. looking at it, this is the first time I ever heard about him because I remember mm-hmm. Alchemist has production credits on here somewhere. Yeah. But I remember him because I follow Alk on Instagram and he posted like something. He was like Rock Marciano or yeah. whatever, whatever. And uh, maybe mm-hmm. Action even did too. And I yeah. like had never heard of this guy, but the album cover is cool because he's standing there and it's like a white background. He's got like a, I guess it wasn't the album cover. It was like the promo yeah. cover and he, he's in like a white, a yellow jacket. And it, yeah. it was crazy, but I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. And then I remember Joel mm-hmm. getting on me about it and he was like, you got to check this guy out, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Because he, he loved Richard Gere. That was one of his yeah. favorite songs. So that was from a few it's years a, ago. It's such a nice beat. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, okay, whatever, whatever. Oh, wait. And no, then, yeah. no, no, no. The first song I was in the Marcy was uh, Shit I'm On. Yeah, okay. With uh, DJ Muggs. DJ Muggs, yeah. Okay, that's the first song. That's the first. I th- yeah, I didn't even know it was Marcy back then. I don't know if that was the first song I heard by him because I yeah. feel like Joel would have put some. But that was the first one that I was like, this yeah. is good. Yeah. This is really good. And then I remember I got Spotify because I was on Google Play Music. Yeah. And then I went to YouTube music and I was like switched over yeah. and I got Spotify and that was like the, one of the first songs that it recommended me. Yeah. And I listened to that song so many times. It was yeah. my top played in like the year. Yeah. And I, it was like all the plays were from the first month. Like it was crazy, but I just, it was great, man. Yeah. DJ mugs. Okay. We can, okay. That's an interesting one. Let's get, we could go there because yeah. that's Cypress Hills mm. DJ slash producer okay and cypress yeah. hill like was underground mm-hmm. and then they kind of blew up in that weird like stoner rap like scene because yeah. all of their shit was weed like that was yeah. their whole thing yeah I'm, um, I'm not too familiar with cypress hill that's fair yeah so you, you don't can, you yeah. don't smoke weed so that's fair no, yeah. <laughs> so yeah you can you can talk but, a bit about them if you want because yeah. Th- yeah they they kind of blew up like be real Mm-hmm. as a very unique voice and i mean insane in the membrane was a big song oh yeah i heard that song. yeah and then they kind of all like fell off though mm-hmm. like because they started getting old and it's like you guys aren't the cool stoners anymore you're just dads now that are like <laughs> get, getting high you know yeah. it's like it was all right but um dj mugs kept like working with these new artists yeah and i think it was you maybe that told me that 
uh, alchemist, he yeah. was like his mentor. Yeah. Yeah. That's and then yeah, their music is very. You could tell. Oh my, yeah. Now when I listen yeah. to it, a hundred percent. And like, yeah. well, now Muggs has albums out with like this fucking Griselda explosion. Like, yeah. he's got an album, maybe two actually, with Rome Streets, mm-hmm. Fire. Yeah. And the production's like insane. Um, yeah, and he's got shit with Rock. He's got shit with what's that shit called? Like, it's like Assassination Day or something. It's him and Doom. Oh. Uh, when did that song come out? I don't know. I'm going to find it. Yeah. I want to say it's called Assassination Day. No, that's actually a different song by Ghostface Raekwon. Yo, oh, yeah. Rizza. Because I thought when you said that, that's who you were talking about. Okay. Because I know that, like, which I It's like Ghostface, something you know? close to that. I'm going to look up MF Doom DJ. Mugs X Doom. Oh, shit. They have a single. It is called Assassination Day. Okay, okay. that's who it is. So it's Mugs, Doom, and Cool G. So oh. bring that song back. And then there's a second song called Death Wish, and it's Doom. Freddie Gibbs and DJ Mux. Ooh. I actually haven't heard that one, so now I'm gonna have to hear that because I yeah. thought that I never knew that they had songs together. Okay. But this came out in 2018, so yeah. Oh shit! No, he was still alive. This is like the year before yeah. he died, I think. Yeah, I think he died like 2019. Yeah, because nobody knew for like a year. Yeah. I remember, like, you probably remember that it was like New Year's Eve of 2020 or 2021. I think it might have been 2020. Hmm. And I remember like get I was I was skiing that day, which was weird. And then yeah. I got in the car and I checked my phone and I had like six messages from a whole bunch of people and they're like, Doom died. I was like, What? Hmm. And then I like looked into it and they were like, Yeah, Doom died like last October, like last Halloween ish. Yeah. Actually I think it was on Halloween. And yeah, I um, think it was October, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then it was like, but the family didn't put out a statement yeah. until like January. Cause I remember like I was still here in Lethbridge cause yeah. school was going on yeah, and I was coming back from like the bus. Cause I remember, I don't know. It would have been holidays. Yeah. yeah you would have been going home to Calgary yeah. probably. Or no, I was taking the bus like in downtown coming back. Oh, I see. I see. I see. So, and then I was like looking at it and like, oh shit. Doom yeah, dude. That yeah. I remember that was the craziest thing. Like yeah. I, if somebody told me like MF Doom would die, I didn't think cause yeah. like I was a fan, but you know, I was like, yeah, not crazy. And then I remember hearing that. I was like, that's actually really fucked up. Yeah, because he was like, there's there's a ton of rappers that die because it's like gang shit or drugs yeah. now. Yeah, but he, like this dude was just a dad. Yeah, like he was a pretty regular guy. He passed by like, I think medical complications. Complications. Yeah, yeah. And then because because of drugs he was taking or something. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I tried to look into it too. Yeah. I mean, it's maybe never good to really find out, but yeah, I couldn't really find out, and I don't think there was an official. But I think that's yeah. what I yeah. I think he died like in a very preventable way. Yeah. yeah. Which sucks. It does suck. Well, and my brother told me that he f- saw that I think Doom's son died like the year before he died. Yeah. You know, and like yeah. that's got to be fucking tough. Like he lost his brother, his son. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. And I mean, you know that his brother fucked him up because that's in like. Yeah. So like legit all of his music. That's what made him like. MF Doom. Doom right. Because yeah. he. Yeah. He got drunk in the park, bro. Yeah. And then. uh What's it called? His brother passed. Like, he got dropped by his label. Yeah. And then, so, like, he just, this whole persona came in. Yeah, he was homeless. Yeah. In New York. And then he was like, fuck it. Like, I'm wearing the mask. Like, it's not about jewelry, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, Fuck. How do we get there? Oh, yeah. Mugs. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think, yeah, DJ Muggs, like, his style and just, like, like, I get jealous, like, when I hear the make beats. Yeah. Because it's very, like, such a smooth sampling. Yeah. And just, like, very, just, like, production. It's like, oh, this is so beautiful. Like, damn. It, it's wild. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Especially when they do, like, the jazz beats and just, like, how they flip it and just change it. It's like, this is really good. It's so nice. I think one of my favorite things is, like, when you know, like, a song, like, it's sampled and they've like yeah. flipped it and altered it but it's like the song doesn't sound too produced yeah. do you know what i mean like it just sounds like music that someone's rapping over yeah. i find it hard like when i'm making shit to not make it sound like i made it on a computer yeah do you know what i mean like that's that with and unless you're doing the mad lib shit where it's like you're just taking a drum loop and then like you're taking a fucking i don't know piano sample yeah but it's it's very hard to make it sound like real and like it has life yeah you know what i mean like you like the way you said smooth it it pops yeah like it's got its own little like bounce to it Mm -hmm. i think like not to go down that rabbit hole but like that's kind of the dilla thing with like the no quantizing is it it feels like a human made thing yeah you know oh yeah i guess because he is he undergo like how does that work because like Mm -hmm. like i feel like now people in music like i have friends that don't know hip-hop but they're like the dilla swing and it's like shut the fuck you know (laughs) yeah they know dylan now but like i'm sure they didn't know him like before like uh before like even before like after he passed yeah he wasn't really much known no i think he started resurging when like 2012 yeah maybe in above more is where like he got like way more popular yeah and i think like Cause that like that old school style was like coming back. Yeah, yeah. And people notice like this is like Dilla shit, right? And I think it's also like the influence of like lo-fi hip hop. Mm, that's, that's a where, really good call. That's, that's where Dilla came back. No, you definitely hit the nail on the because head. That's de- so true. Yeah, because definitely like how lo-fi is made is basically boom bap beats. Yeah, and like and those, swung and those swingy, very yeah. like, changing. 16th and just like yes to eight all that d- 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 yeah. D- d- yeah especially on like the what's it called the snares yes like they makes you like want to groove with it 100 percent. if you and if you don't bop your head to a dilla beat like you yeah. like w- yeah we have problems you know yeah. like something in you isn't right to me yeah and then uh yeah i guess to some extent lo-fi was underground but now it's like now now it's like chill hip hop beats to study to it was very mainstream yeah do you remember uh i, I remember being uh, first year yeah 2018 2019 yeah and there was a website called chilled cow or it yeah. was like a youtube channel yeah. and now i think it's called the lo-fi girl and it's like yeah. what everybody knows you know what i mean yeah. like little anime drawing girl but it was yeah. called chilled cow for the longest time and i was like this mm-hmm. is great but it was it was literally chill hip-hop beats to like relax and study to yeah it was kind of like known as background music yeah but a lot of that shit is beautiful and it's like it's not dilla because like he's so iconic yeah you know it's like everybody can put a vhs filter on your shit low pass it a little bit and then swing your hi-hats but Mm -hmm. i think that man is his bass lines are so underrated the bass lines is what make the song i think gross especially in the beat gross and like it doesn't even make sense sometimes like where the notes are going nah because the beats already like kind of bounce then it'll be like boop boop it's like what like it's jazz yeah and it's wild Dilla's nice and also uh i guess talking about lo-fi hip-hop and influences yeah ninjabi's 
He's uh Oh good nice. Another good connection. Another influence of Lo Fi Hip Hop. Mega. Because his music is kinda like after you know, Lo Fi Hip Hop came a thing, he kinda like started transcending even more and stuff yeah. like that. And he's kinda like I think my biggest influence in terms of the music I make. I'd agree. Cause, cause uh like I think I got into his music like this is anime. Yeah. Called Samurai Shampoo. Yeah. And uh it's got like this very unique OST and like the soundtrack is basically just hip hop with like very like melody esque, super like just atmospheric. Yeah. Like very texture heavy. Very textured yeah. and electronic based. Yes, yes. And it's just like it was so like different and just like because before i've listened to like other songs there wasn't anything like this and especially like and the beats were just like kind of repetition but you never get tired of it and like they they were just like very like because there was also like sample based too there's a lot of samples that were using it and uh in the in the show where there's like four producers that worked on it so ninjabas was one and uh this other like influential producer by me is uh Fat John. Okay. And then uh, Force of Nature and Suchie, which is like, they're kind of like Japanese artists. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're very, they're, there's just a style just all match in together. And it made the show like really, very different. It just, cause like, especially like the influence of like the hip hop in it. And it just like, it made me like really interested in it. Yeah. And uh, there's a album like, like the OSTs, like there's one called Departure. Yeah. And, uh, I'm forgetting the other one, but it's kind of like blue, and it has like a little flower thing. I don't. It's not in Spotify. Okay. But I think I know Shama. But that's yeah. a new job base. Yeah. I'm gonna find it. Yeah. One Google search. Mm, it's not Samurai Shampoo the OST. It is. It is OST. But this the OST has like over departure. Like, yeah, departure and Depart- impression. Impression. Okay. Those are like. Okay kind of like the standout albums okay because, uh what's it called departure was like ninjabus and fat john yeah and then uh impression was forced of nature and uh suji and they also have like their own ones like yeah the, what's it called the playlist ones and then uh there's just like a it's like a compilation of like each songs and then each songs were like just all so different and just like the style was all it was all pretty sick and just yeah like, very listenable and the one song from uh, what's called Departure is called Aurora Dance. Yeah. Produced by Nujabis. Yeah. And it's uh, it's uh, that one song, The Lamp is Low. Okay. The, what's it called? By this uh, Brazilian, like, it's Bossa Nova song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's becoming very popular now on, like, Instagram and stuff. Mm. And, uh, and when I hear it, I'm like, oh, okay. Do you, hate, do you like that or do you, do you hate when that happens? When, like, shit that you knew was cool back before it was cool blows up, and then everybody's like, this, check this song out. Uh, like, the gatekeeper in me. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, I'm like... Every uh, hip-hop head has that in them. I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. You don't know yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't there when the song was good. <laughs> right, right. Self-acting. <laughs> like, yeah, you know spell what? his name. Yeah. Yeah, it's called The Lamp Was Low by Lorindo Almeida. Okay. Which is, like, the guitar sample was sampled in a roller dance. Wow. And, like... That song is kind of 
kind of like one of the most beautiful things i've ever heard so yeah I was like oh damn i really like this oh like man you said it like we were talking about hip-hop i think honestly the first underground hip-hop song that like i ever enjoyed yeah maybe even heard now that i'm looking at it now is like feather of a modal soul oh immortal soul or, yeah. or modal soul yeah yeah it was yeah. C, C star sister sister okay. yeah like that was my buddy showed me that yeah. and i remember like i'd never heard anything like that because the beat was insane that was like that's like lo-fi i'd never heard that you know and then the yeah. vocals are so it was just it was perfect it was the first song i think that yeah. i was ever like this is the most beautiful shit ever yeah and i didn't think that hip-hop could do that because i'd only i listened to radio hip-hop i was like oh t-pain you know yeah. and then like even when i started getting more grimy like i got an odd future in 2013 mm-hmm. and shit like that but i was like this is and i love jazz so i was like this yeah. is jazz and hip-hop like what the hell is this yeah this is, it was like jazz and hip-hop with the, like a different part of jazz that, that was mixed in it you know yes because the the way they sampled hip-hop back in like the 90s where like they would have uh the one sample and it's very like very like it's hard to describe but it's i think it's like a different genre yeah of like jazz that they it was it was produces because like uh just like the beats were very like bright and warm yeah and kind of just very oh this is like i can vibe to this you know yeah like the sun is up and i'm like in the forest somewhere yeah and i can just feel like the warm sun and it's very good that's like the feeling i get when i listen to it so and it was it was definitely like how i thought when i listened to the song so yeah no that's i agree like i think a lot of the old hip-hops not older hip-hop sampling and jazz is kind of like it was either like like they kind of use like shots mm-hmm. like they would just take a trumpet sample and it'd be like boom trumpet stab yeah i feel like i mean some of it was like they would take a whole melody and shit you know but yeah yeah no this shit's way the low i think just like yeah low passing it and yeah. making it lo-fi kind of crunchy like intentionally yeah. crunchy too because this the album came out what like early 2000 so they were doing digital yeah mastering then but they probably just didn't do it um yeah oh five yeah but there's like yeah. like especially in the model soul yeah it's called one of the first albums i listened to like ever yeah and like a lot of these like beats were like there's a sea of clouds mm. that's one of my favorites mm-hmm. that, that's like it's like the weirdest but like the most different beat i've ever listened to i'm like oh this is like you could do this right because it's just got like this very like bouncy warmness of like the drums right and it's kind of like so different so and also the sign with like phase rock yep and thank you but with the piney b fly yeah yeah what's uh what's up with the lovesick tracks i always wanted to ask somebody that and i know you might know because you're a big new job this guy because okay. there's so many lovesicks do you know what i mean okay like this got part three i think i've heard part two uh okay i, I can like talk about it a bit yeah basically lovesick is an album where okay. like since ninjabis he passed away like 2010 yeah and uh like tragic car accident you know right rest in peace and uh this guy he's like shango too he's yeah. basically like one of his partners that he produced with and he's okay. kind of like a rapper he's a japanese rapper yeah and they were yeah. working on this album and so like but the album never got finished because he passed away wow so he and uh a couple of producers like you know phase rock and them like yeah wiyama hirito is also another one yeah they pretty much like lovesick is like a good 
buy slash like all the memories with them into oh, the album. Oh wow! So it's basically like it's kind of like a thank you, goodbye. Yeah, all these feelings into yeah. the album. Yeah, damn. And it's kind of like bittersweet. Me, it's very bittersweet. Yeah. Especially when you listen to the beats, it's like, oh, this is like, wow. Damn. And yeah, like because I like it's one of my favorite albums too. Like, okay. Each beat. I know it's different parts, but they're all like so different. Yeah. And it's like there's also like instrumental version too because you can listen to these songs just with the beats. Yeah. And it's also rapping too. And when you listen to the raps, it's like, oh, this is like it's like a guy just saying goodbye to his friend, you know? That's that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Thank yeah. I, I never knew because I just seen like a bunch of different love sticks on like different projects. Oh, yeah. Because you know what I mean? Like <clears throat> even on Modal Soul, it's got Love Sick Part yeah. 3. It's kind of like. There's some of his earlier songs, yeah, that kind of like repeated, and there's Whoa. like a few remixes there too. So okay, that's so cool. Yeah, the I think my favorite is like Love Sick Part Six. Wow, okay, Guyama Hirato remix. Yeah, that one has got like this nice harp, yeah, slash guitar. And yeah, it's just like wow, it's it's nice. What what is it with um? Because hip hop definitely has like a crossover with like anime. Yeah. Like you talked about the Boondocks Whaler, and I know that that's different because that's an American cartoon, just dri- drawn yeah. in the style. But like, it's drawn in that style, I think, for a reason. And then Samurai Champloo, and then, um, yeah, and then New Jobase, and like, I-, I don't know. I feel there's definitely more examples I can't think of. Like, I mm-hmm. guess Uzi's a bad example because he's yeah. way newer. But it- there's always been some kind of connection between like Japan and like hip hop and like anime a little bit. I think. Maybe it goes mm. to like I think I think it's a cool genre because a lot of genres it's like everybody can listen to them but it's kind of like your main crowd is like a similar group of people yeah whereas hip hop it's like you can have these guys that are like you're literally killing people like this very hard street shit and then you can also have like nerds mm. like straight like like comic book nerds you know what I mean like I think that's really cool it's a very like open um, okay genre do you kind of see where i'm going with this i think that's like so, why yeah so what you're asking is like how did like the how did the japanese like hip-hop influence yeah like where does that come into play does it did it happen at all before in the job is because because mm. i kind of see like why the anime thing's there because it's just like okay i would say like uh maybe like you know early 2000s and yeah. all that like you know there's hip-hop and like different countries and all that right and japan had its own style of how they produce their own thing i got you and i would say like i think maybe not like the main but ninjabis is kind of like one of the leading figures of that guy yeah he was like if you look at like some of like his history and just like who he worked with Mm -hmm. they're all like uh he's gonna be like the guy that oh they all said it yeah that that leads to being more popular in like other worlds like like it's basically like japanese hip-hop yeah that blend into like different like world or like different uh countries and stuff yeah yeah like he'll so, make us big in yeah north america or whatever yeah so basically nowadays where like you hear like the hip-hop and that style it's basically like japanese version of hip-hop okay blending into like that's cool i got you american yeah okay yeah. but that's just my opinion no so, i got you yeah cool yeah so it's very it's cool because this is like his own unique style and just like 
it's totally different you know yeah i absolutely agree yeah. he he's underground right and job is maybe not nowadays right but he is yeah i feel like it's hard if, if you're influential i feel like yeah. it's hard to be underground once you pass i would say like in terms of music maybe not but like his name itself if you say you know yeah. the job is he's his you, you wouldn't know who he was facts yeah which is like yeah because yeah. yeah a lot of people might not know his songs but like yeah, yeah the impact definitely is there yeah he's got like you know he was a crazy dj too have you ever seen some of those videos yeah of him doing like dj sets yeah and he's like live making beats like half the it's yeah. so crazy he's playing like drum breaks yeah scratching and records. the way he talked is kind of like very monotone and just like oh bro you know yeah all chill super chill it, oh. you can hear it in his music too yeah okay let's see who we got here okay we did dilla sick we probably don't gotta talk about slum village because that's yeah. a lot of dilla <laughs> a lot of dilla yeah um we talked about yeah. Grisella. you got your old droog and makami in here mm -hmm. um, i think they, they're more in like the griselda yeah new york thing. new york bishop naru that's a kind of a cool one okay um how do we tie that in because he's kind of he's got shit with doom yeah because i listened to uh that one with like where he has doom on like that album yeah. i forgot the name Neruvian yeah. doom Neruvian that's doom. crazy i never yeah. knew that's what it's called and then uh he's basically kind of like the whole aesthetic is like he's kind of like doom's apprentice yes in that album that's right and it's kind of like the guy's gonna be the next thing and that, that's right and his rapping is much different and it's like yeah this is me you know but yeah uh his style of like music and production i would say is very like it's definitely like doom influence because i think he produced a, a lot of these beats as well wow and uh i could be wrong but like they're very like doom style beat and they're really going with like the theme of like you know that's we're on like a journey and just like this is our style of doing things you know yeah yeah wow you know he's pretty yeah. cool um yeah no he has this one song called casket yeah I like, I like a lot great yeah what's yeah. the one he's got the intro and it's like from uh the movie juice with Pac in it and it's like the uh, kid and he's like where's bishop and he's like bishop come around tell him not here fuck what's that is that the intro yeah uh, maybe it's the intro here might be here bishop we're coming for you it's great nah i won't find it yeah that's all good um yeah who else we got here we got ditc mm. that's a good one yeah i guess they can encompass all like the rappers we can talk diamond about. d yeah lord finesse so know. were they all rapper producers because diamond d produced right yeah finesse produced yeah they both rapped um, i don't know about showbiz and ag i think showbiz produced right and ag rapped but they both rapped too so, yeah yeah that's normally i feel like the duos mm -hmm. one of them's got to produce and they'll probably both rap yeah yeah i'm looking now i gotta come up with a duo name bro yeah i was talking to sam about that the other day i'm like we can't keep releasing music under uncut chevy noise yeah we gotta have some kind of mob deep situation yeah they oc was also oc yeah and buck wild andre burns is krs on that shit or that's just because they, he had a song on the lord finesse album i think yeah i i don't think he's an official member right but, like, but he's, he's like an extension yeah 
Yeah, I got you. This, oh, this uh, Papa was called Party Artie. Okay, I don't know if you know him, but he's. I don't. He's fe- featured in like some of the showbiz and AG. Okay, sick. Yeah. OC is OC one guy or is it a duo? It's one guy. Uh I think. Yeah, I think it's one guy. Because the Omar Garrel Cradle, better known by OC. Okay. He's in the group TIDC involved in several underground hip hop groups, namely Crooklyn Dodgers. Whoa, that's yeah. crazy. There's a track called Crooklyn Dodgers. Yeah. That's fire. Oh yeah. no. It's by the Crooklyn Dodgers. It's called uh Oh my god, it's got the craziest beat. It has like this ding in it. Let me look it up. I think I saw one song with with Jerry the Damager. Oh yeah, Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Return of the Crooklyn Dodgers. That's Jerry, right? It is Drew the Damager. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. DJ Premier Show. Crazy. This one? Yeah, I don't think that'll go up in the recording, so I can't play it. Okay, yeah wild track um i'd say jerry was also underground yep yeah what about like grand poobah i have not much experience with okay that. okay yeah. so then i'm i'm, I'm, I'm classifying as underground if e-man doesn't know it, i'm definitely classifying as underground. well i i know grand poobah okay but I okay just you just never listen to songs yeah fair yeah um now I'm thinking about it. We're all in New York right now. Yeah. I don't listen to a lot of West Coast shit, though. Mm. Like, I'm a big East Coast supremacist, for sure, when it comes to hip-hop, because I like the heavy... Like, I don't know. I, I like the big city things. Like, Yeah. The G-Funk shit's kind of cool, but it's just like... Yeah. It's almost, like, too fun and cool to me. I kind of like the grimy shit. No, I feel you. You know, like, I don't know. I used to like NWA when I was younger, but like the Snoop, those synths sometimes just get too crazy for me. Like, they're real nice, but. Ooh. I guess E40 used to be Ooh, underground. He definitely did. Yeah. He's kind of known now, but yeah, he definitely was. We're like too short. Uh, yeah, actually, too short. Yeah, he was a little bit. Uh, <laughs> E40, man. There's yeah. only one E40. He's, he's definitely. <laughs> I love his voice. It's, it's the funniest shit ever. Man, but it's amazing. If he if he just had that stupid flow, yeah, it would be one thing. But he also, yeah, he also <laughs> has that. Like it's almost like Mickey Mouse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's it called? It's corrupt, I guess. Corrupt. West Coast, yeah. Yeah, no, West Coast definitely has a bunch of underground dudes. Like, yeah. uh, DLC's not that underground, but kind of, but. See what, oh, oh, dun, dun, is Mad Lib under West Coast? Yeah, he's born in uh, uh, Ox, Ox, Oxnard, California. Oh. I think it's called. Yeah. Same place as Anderson Pack, actually. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah, he's West Coast. That's yeah. true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. He just didn't do like, like when I think West Coast, I think like, like the golden era, like Dre, Snoop. Outcast? Yeah. And like, yeah. White, white. Oh, Outcast? Oh, no. Outcast no, no, they're South. That's the South. Yeah. 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 yeah oh shit that's a big underground to mainstream one right there yeah okay definitely wow that's really true because they did roses Ooh. you know but then yeah. they also have like the art of storytelling and shit the like, art of storytelling yeah, yeah fuck man those guys are the goats um, i mean andre for mm. sure but what's it called slick rick the ruler 
He's West Coast, right? No, he's New York. He's New York. He's New York. Yeah, Yeah. he's that guy's like, he's like the original storyteller. Yeah, like legit, because it was like Big Daddy Kane. Yeah, was like the first like rapping rapper. You know, because yeah. I guess Eric B and Rock him, and then it's like Big Daddy K, and then like yeah, Rick is like 1980, also yeah. fucking wild voice. Oh yeah. Also, he used to, I was watching videos. He used to come out to like just dudes beatboxing. Sure. Like he would be on stage like freestyling or doing his own songs, but like yeah. the beat is a guy beatboxing. That's nice. Wild. Yeah. Taking it back to the street corner. I guess like in more modern uh, underground, Larry June. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. Who else? You, we got we got Boldy. Earl. Earl. Yeah, fuck. Earl is underground. Like, honestly, because he was mm. big for, like, two years. Yeah. Like, when... He, like, he was big because of Tyler and because of Odd Future, right? Mm. And then Doris came out and a lot of people fucked with that. Yeah. And it was still kind of, like, a niche audience because it's, like, it's a weird album. Yeah. But a lot of people liked it. And then he got more underground. Mm, as, yeah. you know what i mean like the like nobody fucking listened to those last two albums i did like i love <laughs> i, I guess the most recent one yeah no but you know yeah. it's weird man like yeah. he's got samples like ah. it's like <laughs> what the fuck and he's like ah. yeah. like he just sounds like he like ate all the xanaxes and yeah, like you didn't give a shit nah he really didn't and like i don't know i mean i saw him perform like those shits live and i was like this is gonna be weird and mm. it was cool because like it's like drunken poetry yeah. kind of you know like okay but earl has fucking bars like when he wants to rap yeah like i he he honestly nowadays like yeah modern day he's the closest thing i think i can think of to doom just right. the way he does his wordplay stuff yeah um yeah like if I, he tries if like, he tries yeah. yeah and like he still has some cool like i liked feet of clay because i liked the production i liked some rap songs because i liked the production yeah. some of the like bars are cool but like a lot of it's just like brody on the mm. corner with a piece on his hip it's like all right yeah. like i understand you're telling a story but so like, he's literally like, mumbling <laughs> right yeah 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 no he doesn't care it's all one take but i don't know I, some people think I, that he like tried to self-destruct his career because he doesn't like fame he's had a lot of mental uh troubles he said yeah but um i don't know maybe it's just what we want to do i think it's gonna cut me off nope it just keeps going it keeps going okay guess how long we've been doing this shit for an hour and some two hours and 26 minutes recording oh, shit. <laughs> um we can uh we might have to wrap it up soon we could do like yeah that, we could do like the layer yeah okay let's do it we have the oh god that's gonna be hard yeah so we have a list of rappers they're underground. We're gonna put them into different layers, and we're gonna decide who's gonna be more underground. How many? How many sections do we got? Hmm. Oh fuck! You man's gonna fuck me up. No, that's yeah. good. Yeah, I got eight layers right here. Fuck. Okay, yeah. how many guys do we got? A bunch. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, what t- t- tip of the iceberg is like? People know these guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they'll know his name. And okay. Fuck. If you talk about it, maybe like. I guess to a semi-casual hip-hop head, you know? Yeah, all right. Yeah. So, we'll... You can start with Doom. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, we, we got a bunch of people on this list, but mm. I think that's got to be, out of everybody on this list now, especially. Maybe, because we have eight layers, right? Yeah. I'm thinking more is like layer two. Who? Doom, layer two. Yeah yeah that's fair out of all the people on here yeah and the guys we talked about i'd say so 
Yeah. Because you can like hip, like if we're talking like hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. And even if we're talking about like the hip hop, like we like to listen to like the older yeah. shit, you're right. Because like, yeah, no. Yeah. Cause like mm-hmm. not, not Nas is like, yeah layer one i guess well maybe I'd, not even nah he won't even be i nas i kept him up because like that whole argument of like he used to be underground right but not anymore like he made his way up so okay i can't okay. really consider okay. it underground. we put him in layer two yeah even though he makes music that's could be considered underground but overall i don't know who we're gonna have in layer one then layer one hmm. honestly these are deep cuts um, slum village Hmm. I would say like Doom's probably bigger than Slum Village, Ooh. but like Griselda. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Because I put in especially because it's like now yeah. it yeah. Okay. I think that's that that's an interesting thing too. Is like yeah. the age of the internet kind of fucks it all up because it's really easy to find people now. Yeah. I mean, it also makes it hard because there's so many people out now. But yeah, I think a lot of people know about Griselda. Yeah. And before uh. I mean, we start the process. I probably should name like all the guys we all have. All right, yeah, fire them off. That's a <laughs> okay. good point. So people can pick their own. Okay, we got MF Doom, MF Grimm, Lost Children of Babylon, Jedi Mind Trick, Immortal Technique, Madlib, Quasimodo, Zarface, Bishop Nehru, Your Old Droog, Makomi, Slum Village, J Dilla, Substantial, Phase Rock, Ninjabis, Star, Apani B Fly, Shorty Nomass, Diamond D. Shelby's an AG, Blue, Rock Marciano, Black Star, Large Professor, Griselda, and Boldy James, and that's all the guys we have. That's that's a really solid list, honestly. Like I, yeah. I would I would send this to anybody and just be like, just go listen to like these guys, seven of these guys, like yeah. just to start. You'll find some you like. Yeah, okay. I hope so. So okay, I, first layer argument is uh Griselda. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. I think most people know like. Maybe. Because I, when I say Griselda, I mean, like, literally all the guys. Like, everybody. So, like, if you know, like, uh, uh, what's that gun, yeah. then you know Griselda. Right. If you know, like, uh, what's right. it called? Um, what's it called? Conway. Yeah. Or uh, what's it? Benny. Because I'd put... Because, like, Boldy's technically, like, also... Like, he's not the three guys in Griselda, but, like, he's, like, part of the label, kind of. But they might but not he's, know But he's down yeah. there. He's yeah, down yeah. and deeper. Okay, yeah. so we can kind of split it up. He's deep in that layer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Could we say like because mo- mo- most is like Black Star itself? I wouldn't put up top, mm-hmm. but I put most up top. Most. Most F. You know what I mean? Like okay. He, yeah. I would say we don't have to put them in there. Yeah. Because you you got Black Star like the. I mean, but we could separate them. Yeah, because I agree. Yeah. Like you said, Talib Kweli is not. Yeah. That um, early argument. I yes. Said, yeah. Okay. Most. Of, you want layer one or two? I think he's more known than Griselda. Okay. I think like overall, yeah. just because older people know him too. Yeah. I, if, if we're talking from like today, mm-hmm. like if you started listening to hip hop today, who you would know? Yeah. yeah, probably he's not as big as Griselda. Okay, I'll put them on top of. But overall, yeah, I, I agree definitely. Yeah. Okay, mm. Doom's number two. Doom is the second layer. Yeah. I like that. I don't know if we have anybody else to put it in the top. Yeah. Who else? Okay, who's with? Hmm. Do you want to put Madlib in two, or do you want to put Madlib in like three? I feel like he can't go much lower than that. I think Madlib and Quasimodo should be separate. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's definitely true. Yeah, 
Okay, so you want to go mm. Mad Lib 2? Huh. I'll let you pick this one. Okay. I'll let you pick. Um, hmm. My argument for Mad Lib, he's... Because uh, I think most people will know Doom. Yeah, but not Mad Lib. that's true. Because, like, maybe they listen to Mad Villainy. They don't really care about, like, the production of the yep. thing. Yeah. So they're not going to, like... Like, a casual's not going to, like, who produced this? That's a good point. Thing. That's a good point. It's not going to yeah. be, like, you know Jay-Z, so you know Just Blaze. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good and point. So, like, maybe Mad Lib Layer 3. I like that. Yeah. I do that. Yeah, fucking all the, the rappers always get all the fame. Yeah. But sometimes Which that's is nice. kind of the idea. Yeah. 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 Mad Lib, I'll say definitely Layer 3. Okay. And Quasimodo? Hmm. Five? Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? This one is kind of tough for me because, like, I grew up around, like, the kind of, like, all, like, skater kids. Yeah. And, like, we were, like, Quasimodo was right in my introduction to hip-hop. So, to me, it's not, like, a deep cut. But to a lot of people, it is. Yeah. You know? And a lot of people don't fuck with, like... (laughs) With that voice. Yeah, like, yeah. a lot of people don't like it. I, I, I like it, and I mostly listen to the beats, but yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah, for five. me, it took me a while to get into Quasimodo. Yeah. I think about it. Because his voice, like, it didn't take me till like, I listened to, like, Doom. Right. Lab, and then I got used to that type it's, of style. Yeah, same. Like, yeah. when I first got into, like, Quasimodo and Doom and shit, I was like, this yeah. is bad. <laughs> like, because yeah. I, I didn't have an ear for it. I was just like, this doesn't sound clean. Yeah. These guys aren't trying. And then I was like, yeah. oh, this is super dope. This is real mm-hmm. art. Like, um, Which layer, you think? Five or six? I'd say five's fair. Because okay. he's known. Who, do we, who else do we got? One, two, three. Yeah. How many? There's eight? Uh, you got like, some fucking deep cuts on here so yeah I think we gotta put him in five okay you can put him in six if you want but I think no. I think like Quasimodo I remember being in grade 10 and telling this kid who now lives in LA and like works with like big artists like he uh, does album covers yeah and he was, I was talking about really music and I'm like, yeah, I listen to like underground hip hop. He's like, what underground hip hop do you listen to? And I was like, Quasimodo. And he's like, that's not fucking underground. And he's like, everybody knows that guy. I was like, nobody fucking knows that guy. <laughs> and like, he, most people don't, but he was like yeah. up on it, you know? Yeah. And he was like, you want to know what real underground hip hop is? Young bands. And I was like, who the fuck is young band? And he was talking about like the new shit. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck is young bands? And this guy was nobody. And then like two years later, young bands blew the fuck up. Yeah. And I was like, wow. But anyway, yeah. okay, Quasi. Mm-hmm. Five. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, sh- what else we got? Try to think. Do we? Do we throw? Uh, we. I feel like we got to knock off like the big names first. Yeah. What do you want to do with Dilla? Dilla. Hmm. These are all so tough. This is a tough game that we're playing. Uh, Dilla, I'd say. I don't think he's as big. Oh, like impact wise, he, he's probably just as big, but I don't think he's as well known yeah. as Doom. Impact wise, I think he's like all the way on top. Yeah, but I think hmm, either above or under Doom. Yeah, I was gonna say the same or below, because hmm. I don't know. Because like a lot of people, <sighs> I feel like Doom is like instantly recognized. Like, I mean, obviously it helps that he has a voice instead of making beats, but like. Yeah. Doritos, Cheetos, and Fritos is, like, iconic. And, like, 
the Dilla swing and the non-quantai shit. Yeah. But I, I swear that shit wasn't big until people started talking about about it a few years ago. Yeah. Because I remember, like, like when everybody started making their own beats and shit and, like, FL, everybody was just making, like, trap yeah. for a lot of it. And a then of it, yeah. now it's, like, this lo-fi shit, like you said, came out mm-hmm. and everybody's like, oh, you got to take the quantize off your drums and mm-hmm. now shit's swinging. So I, I feel like... Uh, I'd say maybe, maybe under... Yeah, fuck, I don't know, because he is popular. Maybe just under, or maybe even with him. Who Do we have anybody else with Doom? With Doom? No, it's just Doom under now. Because I, I, I would right legit under. put it, yeah. Same layer, but under. Yeah, yeah. legit. I'd put him between Doom and Mad Lib. Yeah. Jay okay. Dilla. Yeah, we can knock off the big names. Okay. We can go. Ninjabis? Yeah, Hmm. Same as Dilla? In terms of influence, he's in that rank. Yeah. but it, His own independent thing? Yeah, that's true. He's I would a, say just slightly under Mad Lib. Okay. Maybe not the same layer, but just like yeah, layer four. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Because mm-hmm. like, even when I, I said that earlier, like with, with like Dilla, he's influence. He's like, oh. Just every, right. He's above everything. The sound, but yeah. the music itself is what we're going yeah, like, off of. Yeah, like yeah. I, I don't think you can name that many new Jabba's tracks, and you can probably yeah. not you. I mean, like the average, average person. person. But I think if they heard the song, they would probably they'd probably recognize you know, it. Recognize yeah. it, but they don't know the name, which is why. I say right. It. I think that Dilla might have a f- like a few more like recognizable tracks and like yeah. production credits, especially with like Common and shit. Yeah. Okay, I like that. So you're gonna put them um, layer four. Yeah. Yeah. Like same layer but under Madlib. Yeah. And this list is not off of uh influence or else these guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> It'd be totally changes. different. Yeah. Um, okay. Who else we got? Bully Griselda. Yeah. Okay, this is good. We're knocking some big ones off. Yeah. Okay. Uh we did Quaz. Wait, do we place him? What's that? Do we do we place Quasimodo? Yeah, I placed him. Oh yeah, right. Already. Five. Okay. Yeah. Layer five. Uh, we can go, I guess, some village. Since we're off Dilla, we can just get that out real quick. Honestly, I want to put Slum Village either on the same one or like right under it. I agree. Because I don't think there's, they're definitely not as influential. And I don't think Slum Village would have even close to as much attention if he wasn't their producer or their main guy, you know? So you want with like Madlib? Under Madlib or on top? Or do you want that same layer as Dilla? I'd say one under Madlib. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Because they're definitely important. But they're important because of Dilla, I think. Yeah. Like, all good rappers, but, like, I don't know if I can name... Elzai. That's the only... Yeah. I know a lot about Elzai, but he's... Yeah, he's... <laughs> he's pretty good, but, like, it's hard to, to know, like, talk to a person and they don't, like... If they don't listen to hip hop like that, they're not gonna know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, some village. Solid. And job base, we good. Hmm. Blue. Yeah, that's an interesting one because I don't know him enough. Let me pull up because I I just know the Blue and Exile album. So let yeah. me pull up Blue. Oh, sidetrack. We yep. talked about most of it, but not Talib. Oh shit! Okay, let's do let's yeah, do let's do Talib. That. That'll be that. easier. He's uh, hmm. 
Hmm. I would say right under Ninjabe. Same layer. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I'd say it's accurate. Um, I'm trying to see. Blue. Where's his own shit? There it is. <coughs> oh, shit. I forgot he was on this MED album. Yeah. Wow, that's the three of them with Madlib. Okay. Fuck, I got to listen to this guy more, man. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we just oh we dropped something right now. Oh damn! <laughs> just dropped a track called Anvils. Yeah, he's got him like and Blockhead. Yeah. We we can listen to that after. Damn. Yeah, he's got like that jazz, like lyrical rap. Yes. Yeah. Blue. So blue and rings. He's not that big though, is he? No. Like I hate using Spotify numbers, but he's got three sixty thousand. Because it all depends on like when shit drops and. 360,000. Yeah. Okay, let's see. And then Talib's probably like a bit more than that. 705. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, he's. I feel like he's the least known we've talked about so far, Blue. Yeah. So, you want to put him in yeah. like six, seven? Mm. Do we, we don't mm. got anybody in six or seven, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess. Hmm. Where'd you go higher? I'd say. I don't know him enough. Huh. For some reason, I have a feeling like he should be under Quasimodo. <laughs> yeah. Wait, who's or who is Quasimodo at the bottom right now? Yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, I would put him under there then. Hmm. He's either top or bottom of Quasimodo. I feel like Quas is known more around the summer. Yeah. Like maybe because Blue's newer. Yeah. It's so, like 2010. Yeah. So maybe some people might know him, but I feel like. Or actually, 2007. Never mind. Yeah, because oh, okay. b- below the X, uh, the heavens. Yeah. Is, uh, oh shit! It's a really yeah. good album. He looks so young in that shit. Holy. Yeah. Okay, I would say I would say he's below Quaz though. Okay. Just because, like, yeah. I feel like a like uh, Quaz is pretty yeah. iconic, and especially in like the kind of like alternative scene. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's an argument for either or. I yeah, think. I think so. Yeah. So, I think it kind of just depends what you're into yeah you know what i mean like if you like the he's really jazzy yeah. the blue stuff and uh, him uh, and exile have some like really like uh what's that album with the trees roots with the trees roots. yeah it's got like it's super percussive oh miles yeah. yeah so like if you're into that stuff where it's like more like instrumental yeah where claws is kind of just like it's fun yeah um our next is uh hmm we'll go rock marcy yeah that's this is gonna be interesting uh, it's gonna get so hard bro um it's just it's so this is the first guy that's like so different yeah all this shit's kind of similar and then now we're like what because i guess we have griselda in there but uh he's you think he's above or below talib quilly this is like an argument for like him to be in the very top i think but you think so Maybe i guess i guess i yeah. guess yeah i guess it's underground we got most definitely griselda at the top yeah because he, <sighs> he has songs with like does he have song griselda right yeah he's got tracks yeah he's got griselda. a few tracks yeah 
But I don't I, think. Yeah, but I don't think he's like as big or like. I don't know if he's bigger than Ubi. Doom. Yeah, I wouldn't say that either. You know, I mean, and Doom has this weird cult following now. Yeah. And Doom's got like a weird like meme audience. I don't know if you've seen that like on YouTube. It's just like the yeah. short clips. It's like MF Doom, like all that yeah. shit, like so weird. Yeah. Maybe like on top of some village, but under like Madlib. Or maybe on top of Madlib, actually. I think you might. Uh, I like the on top of Slum Village, but under Mad Lib. Because mm. I was thinking, like, maybe there it would fit. He could be over Mad Lib, but I just feel yeah. like Mad Lib's too, like, influential. And Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I would say he's above Slum. Yeah. For sure. I would say he's a bit. I'd say he's a bit under Mad Lib, especially because I feel like Mad Lib's well known now because of like producing with Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, I feel like that shit really blew him up. Yeah, and he has like some random shits with like people that aren't even really hip hop. Yeah, um, that he's kind of big from. Let me see if I can. Yeah, um, I'll probably just put him there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that's solid. Okay, yeah. that helps. Okay, so we got Marcy out of the way. Let's see. Baldy James. Baldy James. That's a tough one because yeah. he's definitely not as big, yeah, as Marcy. But he's yeah. like the same kind of vibes. They have tracks together, I think. Yeah. Uh, Baldy's kind of he's kind of popping popping up now. I think actually, like numbers mm. wise. Yeah. I would say Baldy's got to go. Would you would you say below Quaz? I know it's different because it's he's new and like he has a whole like he has a oh fuck Boldy's got two million monthly listeners. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Numbers wise, that's I don't know how that's happening. I guess he has an two, like two three Alc projects. Yeah, Great Adventures has twenty million. But that's insane. I didn't know that's his biggest song. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, because Marcy only had three hundred some thou. Uh huh. But I thought that. He was definitely not as big as Marciano. I, that's why I don't like to look at numbers. I mean, I guess... I mean, we can go off our opinion then, in that case. Like, I feel like Boldy's not as big without Al. Because, like, he, he just dropped two albums, I think, after his car crash. Yeah. He had, like, an Indiana Jones album, it was called, or something. Yeah. And then he had one that has, like, uh, it's him and that, like, little kid looks like... It's not a kid, but it looks like a little kid. Uh, they're sitting next to each other. It's like kind of orange. It was a pretty good project. Fuck, what is that producer? Prisoner of Circumstance. Yes. Yeah. I forget what the producer's name is, but... Johnny. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good, but it's like, I don't think people are talking about that album because it's not an Alchemist album. Yeah, I also think, in my opinion, he should be under Marcy. I think so, too. Yeah. I definitely think so. I think Marcy's also more versatile and like... Yeah. Yeah, I bet the thing is with these numbers, these are monthly listeners. You know, it's not like yeah. all time. So it's like Boldy dropped an album more recently. Yeah. He's gonna get more plays. But we, yeah, and we're also mentioning this off of like underground. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay, yeah. then then yes, then yeah. let's put him. Uh, I gotta look at this thing. I think people know some village more. Yes. Than they know Boldy, or even Talib. I was going to say put him under Quasimodo and above Blue, honestly. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Like, like numbers-wise, that's probably a lie. Yeah. The Quasimodo thing's tough for me because, like, I just think a lot of people do know him. Yeah. <sighs> well, it's probably because of people you talk to. Exactly. Yeah. Boldy. But he is, he's pretty, like, like, I don't think that, like, three months ago he had nearly that many people. Yeah. I think that's, that shit must have blown up. It's good for him, but, yeah. It is. 
We're measuring like underground. I think you should be under blue. I think under blue. Yeah. Yeah. You actually, I think you're probably right on that. Yeah. Cause like, I think a good way of seeing too, who likes people is like, you see like where they're touring kind of thing. Yeah. And I've been trying to see Boldy again since he came to Calgary. Yeah. And like, he does very small venues. Yeah. I feel okay. like Blue is more like a, a larger audience could appreciate him. Yeah. He's not that similar to like Quasimodo and Blue. But no. I'll say he's in terms of like underground, he's definitely lower. Yeah, because like him and Marcy kind of have a similar flow. It's like the left handed. You know, and he's, yeah, I don't think he's as big as Marcy. Yeah. Okay, I like that. We'll do that. But shout out Boldy. Go listen to Boldy James. He's dope. I fucking love him. Um, he always does that thing where he just like fl flips the words around the sentence. He's like, "Yeah, you do what you do to get paid. I do what I, I get do, paid do, to do." do. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he's really not saying a whole lot, but that's so hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he does that a lot. That's pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, two twenty sevens. I love him. Yeah. Um, got some village uh... should we can, can we can, can we call griselda then just like the three of them like gun yeah. conway and, okay i guess that yeah. technically is griselda for like the sake of this i guess i'm thinking gxfr is like their whole like record label yeah but but yeah because yeah, th i think those three guys like they're pretty big yeah they're not underground really yeah and uh, more in like the newer like, yeah. yeah and like conway i feel like is the least known out of the three of them for sure Ooh, we can go mock homie but, oh i love mock homie bro shout out haiti uh, i um, think in layers he's i think this is easy you I'll think say, so uh hmm layers six yeah who's who do we got no one it's just do you think he's the very bottom yeah in this in this case yeah honestly yeah no you're yeah, you, you're, yeah. you're probably right yeah 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 that's fair yeah he's not on the list because we would have way too many and we'd have way too many like griselda affiliates mm. but what do you think about like sd knock you ever listen to him uh, he dropped an album recently he's like he's this like uh yeah he's pretty good he's a dominican dude he's like really hype i don't know anyway yeah i, I don't think i've listened to him though He's pretty good. Yeah, good. He's yeah. he's like really not well known, but yeah. um okay, okay, so we got that. Okay, what do you think about Yod then? Your old Drew. Ooh. Cause to me, him and like I was gonna say him and Makami are like similar, yeah. but then I was like, no, he's bigger, I think. Mm. But I don't know. Like I would say he's right around I would say he's ah fuck. He's either in the same group yeah. as Makami or he's Above Makami, but below Boldy, I think. Hmm. Droog. Ah, this is... Are his, are his numbers, like, crazy? Nah. I think... Oh, his hmm. numbers are not crazy, okay. Just, like, my experience of listening to Droog, he's, uh... Somewhere in the same tier as Makomi. Yeah, that's you know? what I'm thinking, too. Yeah. Because uh, I think, like, uh... They'll know, like, even though Droog has uh, been longer than Boldy. Yeah. Like, been in the game and shit. Yeah. I'd say, like, he's just as under. It should be under, like, Boldy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And maybe either on top or under Melkomi. Okay. Because they're similar. They're on a similar wavelength, I think. Yeah. Yeah. In this case, I'll, I'll, def I'll probably say he's on top. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. I agree. 
okay, are you deleting these names? Because I just have the text message. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just picking them out. No, I'm not deleting them. I'm, I'm putting a little tag. Okay, 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 perfect. Yeah. Fuck, now it's going to get hard because we actually do have some more big name guys. Oh my God, this is going to get crazy. Man. <laughs> okay, what do you think about uh, Czar? Czar face, oof. Yeah, I want to get that one out of there because I feel like that's a tough one. I mean, the style of their music is very like new age electronic music, you know? Just that beat is like a mix of like electronic music and like super synths and just like mixed with like old school, you know? Yeah, like the, yeah, the production style is kind of old school, but you're definitely right. Like the instruments, yeah, maybe it's sample choice, I guess, is kind of, and it's very like comic book. Yes, that's like the the whole thing. Even like the intros on that, uh, what's the collab project they have with Doom? With Doom? Uh, Yeah, like the heroes and villains. All the superheroes gathered together, you know? Yeah, Yeah, Star Face meets Metal Face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the whole whole thing of the comic book. The album's really good, too. It is really good. I wanted, they had that at the poster fair at the uni. Yeah. It Mm. sold out so fucking quick. Because Star Face has like that Wu-Tang tax and Mm -hmm. the Doom tax. And that kind of like gives them a little bump that's so true juice, that's so you know? true cause they have one with Ghostface Inspector Deck is a part of them yep and they, they have that one with Doom two albums with Doom dude Ghost does a lot of shit actually he like records on shit yo Ghost is dude, everywhere yeah. he is everywhere yeah. you hear that Bad Bad Not Good album he did crazy that's one of my favorite I think uh, Gage showed me that yeah and it was that was great I love that album that's a crazy project man. yeah it's super live like very it's like it's like it's basically like uh, presenting it live. Yeah, it's it's like yeah. they, it's just a jazz band that had like a vocalist that happened yeah. to be Ghostface Killer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Zarface. Fuck. He's definitely like. Hmm. Around Talib Nijabe. Yeah, because Zar isn't like that well known. Yeah, the name itself is not known. I think. But like you said, because of the Wu Tang and the MF Doom connections. Yeah. yeah. Who's Ta- below? Who's below? Uh, Talib. Uh, Talib is uh, what's it called? Quasi Blue James, Bully James. Uh, would you Drew. put it between Quasi and Talib, or would you put it hmm. below Quasi, or would you put it above? I don't think I put it above Talib Quali. No. Ooh. Maybe. No, I don't. No. I don't think I would either. I just, I would say he's definitely under Talib. Yeah. And on top of Quasimodo. Quasi, I think that's yeah. fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. Hmm. Okay. Um. I guess, like, if you want to, like, encompass a bunch of rappers. Yeah. Like, uh, what's called Large Pro. Or is Large Pro on DITC? I actually don't think he was. No, I think okay. Lord I guess Finesse was. Lord, Lord Finesse and uh, what's it oh, called? Oh fuck! Do we do Large Pro right now? And Diamond D. Diamond we D's can, like yeah, we can put them in one category as okay. DITC. Okay, bet. Yeah, and I know like Fat Joe made it to like the mains, oh. the main, the main mainstream. But in this case, since DITC is kind of like a big super group, yep, we're gonna keep what 
the type of music they did in that like, group. Like pre like Fat Joe and Big Pun do their thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So because I, I was gonna say like I, still a player. Yeah. Like that's a huge song. Everybody and lean back. That. Yeah, I, I forgot about that <laughs> yeah. shit. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Okay, Wait. Yeah. Oh my God. Is that Candy Shop? Yeah. What? I never. I literally never realized. You didn't that make that connection. Like, no, I just never thought about it. <laughs> yeah. Those ones. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ditc. Okay. Hmm. Sorry. Wait. But Large Pro isn't in Ditc. We're gonna separate Large Pro in this okay. case. Yeah. Okay. I think that's fair. Whoa. I think who's below Quasi Blue. Blue. Yeah. Hmm. I would say either right above Quasi. <sighs> fuck it like really that. depends i think he's above above yeah yeah, yeah i think that's fair because they were huge in the 90s i mean it's tough like we weren't i mean i wasn't around for that yeah you would have been a baby so yeah, yeah. i think he's but like, like uh, maybe below ninjabes and Ty, and uh, above talib yeah Do i like that because yeah they're pretty huge yeah but they were one like huge huge but they were no no, no they were underground but they yeah. were like big in the underground scene yeah in new york where it was like talib Kuli was only big with black star yeah right and then it's like these guys were working with other people that were big yeah yeah mac miller shouts them out yeah because hip to the game the lord finesse beat was mac miller's beat for kool-aid and frozen pizza on the oh, kids nice. eyes yeah cool. and i didn't know about hip to the game and i just love kool-aid and frozen pizza and then yeah. i found about lord finesse yeah and i was like wow putting jingle bells on a beat mm, to the game that's the way right. yeah yeah beautiful song i guess we can go large pro now okay mega impact yeah he's that's... like og too like he was doing shit early 90s Ooh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. 90, 89 even, I think. Damn. But that's... I don't think he's known by as many people as like, but like, I don't know, people who listen to underground hip hop definitely know Large Pro. Yeah. And I Especially like, when they listen like Nas. Yeah. Or Jay-Z. I feel like they might yeah. even know him more than DITC. Yeah. I, I feel was, like definitely. I was going to say like maybe above in that, in that rank. But like not like Mad Lib territory, I don't think. No, not that territory, but I'd say... Just like again in Ninjabe's DITC. Yeah. Ooh. Hear the buzz noise. Yeah, I heard that too. I was uh, fucking around with the XLR that's on me. Oh. No. Um uh yeah. Ninjabe's DITC. Maybe in that middle. Okay. Oh, it's mad. We've been recording too long, bro. Uh, we'll keep going until it dies out, but Yeah. We can just like keep that track and new make a new track, right? Yeah, but we're so close. Okay. Yeah. We're okay. So we're gonna speed run the shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, large pro. Okay, we got large pro. Let's see. He's uh. And a lot of these ones should be easy because you're not gonna know. Yeah. 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 I know a bunch of these. I don't even know. Yeah. Um. Large, large pro. We got. Boldy. We got. Hmm. I guess phase rock. Uh, yeah. I don't even know. He's uh, more a part of like Ninjabes. Okay. And he, uh, I think he had this one group. I'm forgetting the name of, but they're like different producers, and yeah, they made the similar style to like kind of Ninjabes. So 
and the very like jazz influence and very just like chill vibes you know talking talking shit <laughs> right right yeah you you've Rock is definitely like maybe under mock homie I'll yeah call. okay or actually a layer down yeah <laughs> you're making a whole new layer yeah there's there's eight layers and mock homie okay he's seven six. okay yeah oh, he's six yeah damn all right the iceberg goes deep yeah Okay, I like Fazrock. that. Yep. And similar, I would go with uh, Substantial. Okay. But, hmm. Because I listen to a lot of Substantial, and uh, it's very hard. Yeah, that's, like, that's the thing. That's why I'm like, everybody knows Quasimodo. Yeah. Nobody fucking knows him. I can't really, like, base it off my experience of him. If you're trying you to know? pick between those two, I would say don't think too, too long. Yeah. I would say... Um... For the lack, for the sake of this, I'll say he's just above face rock. Yeah, okay, I got you. Yeah. Oh shit, do we do Grim? No. Do we do Grim? We can do it real quick. Yeah. Ah, uh, because I feel like he's not known, especially without Doom. Like if his name was just Grim, not MF Grim, it'd be like who? Yeah. Hmm. But. I think maybe in the similar layer too. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say like, is he bigger than Mock Homie? I'd say so because he's also like Kuji rap. Oh uh, yeah, facts. Most of those artists. So, based off that influence, you got Drew above Makami. Yeah, I'd say he's just above Drew then. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Do we do Jedi mind tricks? Fuck. Uh. Mm. Maybe they're down. They're few layers down, definitely. Because the most casual is not going to know Jedi no, Mind Trick. No. Maybe maybe not layer eight, but seven. Just above all these other guys. Okay. I think that's fair. Because I think you can change this, like, if you really think about it. But in this case, I'll put them here. Okay. Yeah. What do you think about Mortal Technique? because everybody knows that one song yeah you're dancing with the devil right but like i don't know past that mm. I, like i listen like some of his albums back in the day yeah and i think he's he should be like just around like the zarface area maybe okay, like talib yeah, yeah. and zarface let's go can yeah. we go below talib below talib yeah that's what i was thinking yeah too. yeah Okay. All right, we're doing good. Yeah. We got Bishop Nuru. Did we do him? No. Mm. Probably. Above Droog? Below Droog? I think people know Jedi Mind Trick didn't know Bishop Nuru. Yeah, he's like that yeah. low. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. because of the Doom. Uh, no, you're probably right. I feel like Jedi Mind Tricks is more classic. Yeah. Like, I feel are... like if you're into underground hip hop, you're a bit of an old head anyway. Yeah. And I feel like you know Jedi Mind Tricks probably. Or at least at least you've heard of them, whether you, like, you, yeah. you fuck with them or not. If he asks maybe a person, who then, who do really know? Right. If it's like, I feel like Bishop Nuru is more for like the young, the yeah. young kids like that are cool and into like underground shit. But yeah. I feel like old guys don't know Intellectual him. rap, yeah. Mm. Okay, I think he's 
would say he's under Jeddah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of other bigger people here. Blue Rock Marcy. Mm-hmm. Do we place Large Pro? Yep. Or no. Or no. We did. We did. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. We're we're doing good. We're almost done. All right. Yeah. We need Lost Children of Avalon. Boom. Yeah, that's what I think too. Way below. <laughs> Bottom of the ocean. Yeah. You're not gonna know them. If you want to search, yeah, them, you hit me with that, them. and I yeah. was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, those guys are like spiritual, lyrical miracle. Guys. Yeah, yeah. They got great beats, though. Yeah. Okay. Star. Ooh. And you're saying that that's um. Fuck, what was her name? Angelica. Yeah. Or Angelica, however you say. Yeah, yeah. from. Uh, with doom and stuff. Guinnesses. With Guinnesses. So I would say above because her solo shit like doesn't exist. Mm, yeah. Uh, hmm. uh, so above the Babylon guys, Lost yeah. Children of Babylon, but like, is she above anybody else? Maybe. Who's above? Substantial. Oh, okay. Bishop Nehru. Or she's actually, I think she's like, right here like under substantial okay but above phase rock okay yeah. that sounds good um we can go like shorty nomads okay which is like her because of that one song <laughs> so you're saying bottom yeah are you saying above or below lost children of Babylon? definitely above yeah. yeah yeah i feel like she might be a little more known plus she'll probably appeal appeal to like the yeah more general audience yeah okay what about uh apony b fly apony b apony b fly Ooh, she's definitely above star yeah but under substantial okay or maybe above there's an argument for either or huh Or maybe above Bishop Nero too. Who's the girl on Let Me Watch by Victor Vaughn? That's her. That's her? Yeah. Put her above substantial. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> maybe also probably above Bishop Nero. Bro, too. I did ask I, I totally thought that that was Angelica. I thought that was Star no. for a while. Yeah. It was Yeah, their their voices are very different too. Uh yeah, I can go. Maybe I'll go under Bishop Nero then. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. Pony B. Okay. Oh, shit. We're almost there. Oh, we got nice. Showbiz and AG. They're a part of DITC. So. Oh, okay. Fuck yeah. right. Thank God. <laughs> I was like, we got to. Oh, we something. got this. We got that. Do we get everybody? Twice Rockstar, Pony. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. We, we can upload this too. We can okay. Yeah. Top top to bottom. Who do we got? Uh, <laughs> the bottom is crazy. The amount of yeah. Uh, the top most deaf. Yep. Griselda. Yep. MF Doom. Jay Dilla. Madlib. Rock Marcy. Slum. Some Village. Dilla. Nunjabes. Large Pro. Ditc. Talib Kweli. Immortal Technique. Zarface. Quasimodo. Blue. 
Boldy James, MF Doom, Ural Droog, Makomi, Jedi Mind Trick, Bishop Nehru, Apani B Fly, Substantial, Star, Phase Rock, Shorty Nomas, and Lost Chosen in Babylon. I think we killed that. Yeah. I think that was pretty accurate. Honestly, like the only one I question is Quasimodo, but I know I'm hella biased. So. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, let me save this shit. <laughs> that was solid. Um, All right, should we say peace? I'll cut this off. Uh, yeah. You know, this is like our first episode this is very zero. demo. Yeah. Next time we'll have better production. Better production. Just, maybe a video. Yeah. Maybe a video. I don't know. Better setup, yeah. ready to go. Yeah. And it'll probably be much shorter too. Yeah. We'll just see. That was good though. We had a good solid topic. No, nah, that was good, you know? Branched off. Yeah. And uh I guess we can plug the shits. Yeah, yeah. plug the shits. Okay, you 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 got anything new coming out right right now soon? Uh-huh. Yeah, I got a uh, an album or like any like a beat tape coming out soon. I'm just waiting for like the art and like the mastered <laughs> the mastered like mix. So and then it should be coming out before like September. So, oh, hype! Very so, soon. So that'll be that'll be pretty sick. And you know you can follow me and Imani Freeze on Instagram and SoundCloud. Yeah, let's go. That's hype. I actually didn't know it was coming out that soon. Yeah. Um. I got uh, probably a couple more singles dropping and then me and Sam Unc slash Uncle Sam will be dropping our collab project probably middle of September. Um, Yeah, that's uh, Chevy Noise on everywhere, Instagram, Spotify. I got to make the Instagram public. I got to figure that out still. But uh, yeah, that's kind of it. I gotta start doing more of my own shit. Mm-hmm. Drumming with Chrome Harvest. That album's coming out late September, I think. Yeah, that'll be cool. But I'm not gonna plug that because that's not even me. Yeah. But go listen to it. Um, yes. yeah, yeah, that's it for now. We we got something coming eventually. Yeah. Uh, we got to do more stuff, but we made one beat one day and it was good. So it was pretty sick. Yeah. We'll there'll be more, more in the future. Yeah. And more episodes, you know. Yes. Hopefully, we can do this weekly. Yes, that's, I, that's yeah. the goal. Monday, yeah. we'll see. Monday night, though, that could work. Yeah. Monday night. We do it weekly. We get so good too quick. Yeah. All right, yeah. that's it. That's it on the podcast, you know. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>